0: Hey, this is Chuck Dixon, and you're listening to Signal of Doom. Oh, you know, for me, the action is the juice. I'm in. Hello, and welcome to Signal of Doom, episode 240. I'm Dave. I'm coming from the swamp, and I'm talking to Richard. Rich, how are you?
1: Mate, I'm probably as tired as you
0: are, but I'm right. still rearing to go. Yeah, we are tonight, the two grumpy old men in uh, the Muppets. I'm um, I'm actually exhausted, but I'm operating, as usual, on Caffeine and Instinct. Um, and it was just before showtime, Michelle was like, um, can we go and have a hit of tennis? And I was just like, really, I'm at zero energy. And I'm just like, fine, <laughs> let's just do it. Like, why not? Like, I'm already at zero. It can't get any worse. Um, yeah, but... Uh, but you know, there's that. So forgive me tonight, uh, listeners, if I have short shrift for the nonsense of today. Um, you know, and I'm just going to be cutting to the basics tonight. It's going to be uncensored, uh, unfiltered Dave tonight. That's what we, that's what it's going to be tonight on the show. What about you, Rich?
1: You getting that from me, whether I'm at zero or hundred percent.
0: Yeah. You are famous for that. You just come in. I only have I only have one mode. You put the ball. You put the ball on the spot, man. You put the ball on the spot. You make the ball talk. Um, now it's episode two forty, which I'm actually very impressed that we've made it this far. Um, I've had a good week. You know what it is? It's the fucking cricket World Cup, and the way I ride the Aussie team, the ups and downs. It it, it takes a toll on me. You know these World Cups, like because yeah, I you do
1: get super invested.
0: I do get very invested and. There was a. I don't want to bore listeners, but there was a loss earlier this or last weekend, which sent me into you know the you know uh, uh, questioning in the hall you of mirrors. A, you had a
1: spiral. You had a, a
0: spiral. spiral. And then last night we beat the mighty Bangladesh, and um, back, <laughs> we're back on track. <laughs> and I, I was boasting about it and went to one of my colleagues at work, and he said, Finney, uh, it's Bangladesh. Scotland beat Bangladesh, and so I sent him a meme going for freedom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah, like Braveheart. Good, good old yeah. Braveheart. Um, if, if,
1: if you had lost to Bangladesh, I think you could have just hung up been your support for the Australian cricket.
0: Yeah, well, my dad uh, refused to watch. He boycotted the game saying, like, I'm not going to sit around and watch us play Bangladesh, like, on 10 talks. They need to beat Bangladesh, and then I'll tune in for the next match, which I liked. <laughs> you know, I like that style, though, because let me tell you, when the Australian cricket team, you know, we had, like, 20, 30 years of greatness... I skipped many a Bangladesh game because I'm like, the boys can just power on without me. You know what I mean? Like, it's not exactly a South Africa or an England or West Indies kind of thing. Um, But we showed them where it lay last night. We we sent a message out, and um, we're back on track in this World Cup, and we're not out of it yet. And, uh, you know, I'm starting to dream about a World Cup in our grasp again, Rich. You know? But uh, we'll see. Of course. Keep dreaming. dreaming. Now, um, this week... Uh, I've been very busy at work, but I dived back into Assassin's Creed Valhalla uh on about Wednesday night and believe you me, that's probably why I'm so tired. It's been some later nights. I made it to Vinland Rich, America. Um I, mm. I I was so happy because I've really been playing the game waiting for this option to open up because, you know, in these games, for those of you who don't know, um you sort of have to complete various bits of the missions to for some other stuff to open up. And I completed the London mission and assassinated a few people in London. And then the Vinland mission opened up, and I couldn't have got there fast enough. And it's really fun, Rich. You get to meet the Native Americans, the Indians there. Um, And you're not actually fighting them. They're actually your friends. Oh, lame. Yeah, well, I thought it was a bit lame too. But, yeah, I mean, you're fighting Norsemen over there like this. You're trapped.
1: I just think it's absolutely hilarious that you travel the globe just yeah. slaughtering, killing and maiming and yet you get to
0: America and you're like, hello, fellow fellow Native Americans. People, like,
1: we're not going to fight and it's like, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, cool,
0: the, that's, that's so, super realistic. Suddenly the Vikings are the peacemakers, uh, you know, and they've just got like a friendly coexistence going on with these, uh, with these uh, Indians. And um, I will say it, it's pretty cool though. Like, I really enjoyed it. Like, that was PC City that they were doing. Like, I, I still don't, know why you can't have like an Indian band like a, that is against them kind of thing you know to me you're like you don't they don't all have to be but you, you you're joining them in on the campfire sing-alongs and all sorts of stuff man like you're getting they give you an Indian headdress you can buy um it's great fun oh, like wow, that's
1: that's cultural appropriation Dave careful Wow,
0: well, my Viking loved it I've got <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing it I'm wearing it proudly man like uh my Viking's absolutely loving that headdress um but funnily enough you put it on, but you can't see it. It's weird. Like, <laughs> now, I don't know if that's a graphical problem because that, that also extends to the normal helmets. It's for some reason, my guy, when I'm putting oh,
1: Maybe check your settings. Maybe you yeah. put it as helmet off or something. In
0: your maybe, settings. yeah, because the, the headdress looks really cool. Um, like, I, I love Native Americans, man. I love all that stuff, you know. Like, it, I would have liked to have got on the peace pipe, you know um i was thinking that day martin song um there's too many chiefs not enough indians too many chiefs not enough indians around this house (laughs) i don't know
1: i'm sure that that phrase will be retired at some point
0: yeah but it's because do you know what there's too many chiefs not not enough indians around this house good old yeah yeah, that's the that's a that's a well that's a famous saying right okay yeah okay
1: you know, in reference to nothing getting done because there's too many people barking orders and not enough people to actually do it.
0: I love it, and then Dean Martin turned it into a hit, solid gold from Dino. He just he just approached that saying and said, "I I, I smell a hit." <laughs> Why not? Now, um, so Assassin's Creed's been fantastic, and and the cool thing is too, when you go over there to Vinland, you go over sort of undercover and you go as like a sort of thrall, which is like a servant. So you have to leave all your equipment behind, and so you get all you have to barter and get all new equipment, which you get from the um, Indians and um, like clubs and sort of different shit. But I was thinking last night, isn't it weird that like different civilizations created the bow and arrow? Like the Indians have a bow and arrow, and we also created them, you know, in the West and in, in like, you know in all different cultures around the world. That like people were clever enough to create bows and arrows. I was thinking that last night. Like, um, have I stumbled onto something big, Rich? No. But you know what I'm saying. Like, different cultures created the same kind of things. Like,
1: well, I mean, yes, but I mean, I, but the, I think that's just like uh, again, that's just the the human in- ingenuity of the time. Yeah, you know, because we we were all hunters then. Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah. and, and you, you you know you all start off with spears and then you, you or, or you know and then you start looking at like throwing spears or javelins you know because you want to be able to hit them from a distance i mean it makes sense that sure different cultures would yeah um sort of figure it out you know um, what i'm saying of so, course I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not
0: surprising you know what i'm saying of course it's the aliens again you know it's the aliens again. Why
1: don't you, I, I don't understand why you want to take so much away <laughs> from the human. The human experience. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we are really smart people when we want to be. I think, sure. I think people, would. when you bring the aliens, I just feel like you, you not you, I'm just saying people yeah. in general, they, they they kind of undermine us by doing that. Oh,
0: I believe the just aliens. That is, there's
1: no way we could ever do it. And it's like, yeah, we could. There's a way,
0: I but I also believe that like there've been evolutionary leaps that have been at times led by a foreign presence, you know? Um, we could dive into those details at a later date, though. But but regardless... Uh, I disagree, but yes, we won't get into it tonight. Yeah, that's fine. And there's, there's actually a cool... Dude, I said to you, we had lunch this week, and I said to you, Richard, I said, do, do you think it's all real, man? Like, you, you know, about the game. I said, do you think it's real? Because I'm starting to get race memories of, of like... I, I was on the boat. I'm thinking, I've got race memories of, of doing this journey before. Was I on a boat to Vinland in Viking times? You know, and uh, like, believe you me, Rich, um, I'm kind of deep in the dream. You know what I'm saying?
1: Look, I will I will give the, the game credit if it's making you feel like yeah. you're actually experiencing it and you're feeling like it's real. Yeah. And then it's making you feel that you, ha- <laughs> you have memories of this. But, I mean. <laughs> do, you, do
0: you think, like, but I was saying to you, do you believe the actual game itself is real? And you were like, no, definitely not. And I was like, "Well,
1: the time the time period is real, but I mean, what they're portraying in the game is not. Real.
0: But there would have been the Vi- Like, why isn't there a movie about this man? Like, why is it confined to games, dude? Because like I- you said something to me the other day, which blew my mind: Vikings okay. v Incas. You said, remember?
1: Yeah, well, but that, well, the, that's well, you could do Vikings versus anything, really, because yeah. they were they did travel the globe so much, but." No, yeah. I mean obviously the Vikings are real. I just think the way that I, I just think the way that we've romanticized and um, we yeah we've we've romanticized what they did right when they traveled the globe as much. It's like um, I give an ex I give you an example one like one of my favorite um stuff uh one of my favorite time periods to read is uh is actually uh the romance of the three kingdoms yes uh we love that uh, don't you yeah yeah well oddly enough it was that uh, it was actually a game that got me into it and then i found out it was actually based on historical um texts and stuff and all that in 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 china uh, in ancient china what game was about it, it, what, you know, game was was it what game it was it was dynasty warriors okay cool now, in the in the book, right, it's it's quite dry and, and quite factual, but there's a lot of unbelievable stuff that happened in it. Right, you know what I mean, like a guy taking on like 500 soldiers or something. You know what I mean, like it yeah. it, it embellishes it, it romanticizes. I guess that's why it's called romance of the Three Kingdoms. It's a it's a historical event, but the the writer, the author, has gone and sort of like. Romanticized that he's sure he's over, you know, he's put um, his own
0: spin on it, like kind of thing, like he's, yeah, he's
1: over glorified some of the batters or the um, yeah, achievements and all that sort of stuff. And Art- artistic license is called artistic
0: Vikings. license, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, which I feel we've done that with the Vikings again, but we do that with a lot of time periods, you know, we've romanticized the Egyptians and the um, the Vikings, and but have and we all that. And have I we romanticized think it, I don't think the it Egyptians? Was
0: as cool as we imagine it to be. And I think it was pretty fucking cool. Like, like just the fact they got in these boats, dude, and they just, they pillaged and they sacked and they explored and they traded. They opened the world up, man. You know, they they, they kind of shrunk the world with the, with their lightning speed boats. They got all the way to Constantinople and sacked Constantinople, Paris, Vinland, Greenland, Iceland, Britain. I mean, what couldn't they do, you know?
1: Uh, build an empire.
0: Well, but they were raiders, man, you know? Not really. I mean, a lot of them
1: did tend to settle down sometimes. What about the
0: Normans? The Normans are direct descendants of the Vikings, and they built an empire.
1: Yeah, but they're not Vikings. They're descendants of the Vikings. That's not the same thing.
0: Oh, but closely. Like, there's a good book, uh, Vikings... uh, Normans from from raiders to kings, which which details the uh, Lars Brownsworth, who did the book on the Vikings. And no,
1: no, no, my point is, the Viking way of life did not create an empire. Later, when they changed their way no. of life or evolved their way of life, yes, yeah. And the, the the Normans built like a an empire, but not the Vikings. Yeah, I hear, you, man.
0: Good points from you, Rich. Big points.
1: No, I've I, done a lot of. Good stuff, and I'm not good stuff, but cool stuff. And they've, they, yes, they pioneer, they traveled the world. But I just think what I'm talking about depicted in the game. Yeah, is massively romanticized and and exaggerated. Yeah, to like you know, legend, you know, like unbelievable status.
0: Yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. I mean, you know, you know, you're probably not wrong. Um, but you know, it's a game at the end of the day. Like we don't have the <laughs> we don't have the guys on the ground there. You know what I'm saying? Like we. Unfortunately we can't travel back in the animus just yet
1: um, I understand it's a game and, and you it's a fun game for you but I'm just saying you're the one who thought it was real
0: uh, yeah I was i was I was pretty deep <laughs> into it like to be honest like I do tend to do that sometimes when I get really deep in and I'm just like is it real I said this to you at lunch I go do you think it's real and you were just like no definitely I
1: think you just get really engrossed and and absorbed. In, in the games that you play and all that, I think you just really like put yourself in there, which is which is you know good for you, man. I mean, yeah, I, wish man. I could do, wish I could do that. There's some games I can do that with, but not many.
0: No, no, it's 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 uh, it's a rarity for me as well, to be honest. Like, um, I like to. It is my cup of tea. Though I've always been obsessed with the Vikings ever since I was a little kid, um, you know, and wanted to know more about them. And when I was younger, uh, obviously the legends. Of Thor and that were very much around, but I had trouble getting all my hands on like a lot of Viking literature. Whereas that's really sprung up now as like a cottage industry. Um, there's a lot more information, you know, freely accessible, which is which is great. Um, now moving on from Assassin's Creed, uh, June had a very positive review from my coworker Ivor. He gave it a very positive review. Said he really enjoyed. He not familiar with the books at all. He really enjoyed it. Like the kind of darkness, the spectacle of it. And I must admit, the more I think of it, the spectacle of it is, is pretty cool, and the fact it does punch a lot of notes from the book um, is very faithful, is a plus. And I'm definitely going to go back and check it out again. I'm, I'm, I gave it the one watch with Michelle. I kind of want to watch it in a nice dark room on the big TV and really chill back into it. Have you had a chance to see it, Rich? Uh, no, not yet. Is it on? Is it in your queue to you know, check out? It's not high up on there. <laughs> no. Really, you're just you're yeah. not really feeling it, kind of thing.
1: Uh, look, I mean, I watched the uh, obviously I watched the the Finch, Dune and all that, and you know, David Lynch, yeah, in, in entertaining, but it never really, it never really connected
0: with me. Right, uh, too, too weird or what? That was a weird movie though. Like this, this is a better movie than that.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. Well, I mean, of it should be. This has got a hell of a massive, a higher budget and is a longer movie. Yeah. I mean, but this movie is like three hours, isn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, it damn well better be because this one was only like an hour and a half, I think, or something like that. Like, you, you know, months. when um, the
0: movie came out, it was one of the most expensive movies ever made, uh, the original June with David Lynch.
1: Yeah, I'd be surprised if find out if the with inflation, how much it compares to the the... The new one, I'd say it would be. But reasonable. I mean, to be fair, I mean when they made that, there was far more practical effects. Yeah, they yeah. would have to be used, which would make it probably more expensive than just someone doing something in a computer. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, who knows? But no, I don't know. The just the world of June has never really. It's just never really resonated with me. It's never really struck a chord.
0: Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, fair enough, man. Like, you know, uh, I, I I'm not sure. It's one of those weird things where teenage me, got through those books, there's no way I would have bothered now, you know? Um, be, and, and frankly, they became a real chore towards the end, but I was at that age where, you know, I wasn't put off and I did read a lot of his other books. He was a very good writer. He, he got very uh, by the 80s, he was kind of burnt out, I think, and he was still but he had this really successful franchise that he would return to, but most of his best work is, is previous to the 80s um
1: Well, if the movie if the movie isn't super popular, yeah. right, mm. in terms of um uh, user reviews, money, and all that sort of stuff, there probably won't be much of an uptick in the novels' the, sale yeah. Of the Novels, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, the movie's done well, though, I think. I think the movie had a forty million dollar um, opening. Yeah, but game. again, this is the, but
1: this is the weird world we live in now. Obviously, you know, post COVID crap and all that is like when, when Harry Potter and Hunger Games and all that sort of shit. Like, when those movies came out. There was just like this fire, yeah. It's like palpable, like, excitement that you could feel, and you know, and people going out, and then also the books were number one, you know what I mean? Everyone was buying the books and stuff, and all that, yeah. And I just, I'm not feeling that now. Again, I don't know if it's not, it's just that I can't feel it because with lockdowns and you know, the the cinema's not being what they want, maybe you can't feel it, you can't Mm. feel that excitement for a movie, but yeah, I'm just saying, like, if it isn't that excitement, then unfortunately, the I can't see it having a massive, um boom in the um, no
0: novel. and also they're a lot less accessible um, you know a lot less accessible than the um than hunger games and all that which were very accessible novels for you know the the June is a pretty steep dry learning curve the books themselves you know like they're not like super page yeah, turners
1: I'll be honest with you, that didn't that doesn't really stop people that like it. Like like again, for, for someone who worked in a bookstore, yeah, when things hit it big, like even like Game of Thrones. Yeah. Right. Like those just kept sunning. Oh yeah. <sighs> constantly, constantly, constantly like for like literally ages. Like so, you know, it doesn't matter whether it's dry or not, it's the sales. Like I'm not saying that people yeah. continue reading. No, no. But usually mean. people will rush out and go buy the
2: set or well it's like twilight. You know,
0: you know, Twilight, yeah. those books, like, and and Hunger Games. You know, they were when those movies came out. I mean, you couldn't have kept enough books in stock, could you? You were in the bookstore at the time. Like, oh no, we yeah, we over ordered. Yeah, yeah, and it was just incessant. I bet, like the amount of the amount of people that were um going crazy. Now, I had something that came in uh, on the weekend. Um, the Starman Compendium. It's yeah, a revelation, definitely. Rich. Oh my God, I love this book. The size of it, it's huge. Um, it's massive, like soft cover, much bigger soft cover than I normally would like, but I am loving it. I I just open it up and I, I'm just sifting through and, I'm, and I know exactly where I got up to in Starman, which is when he went to space and just passed the first couple of issues of that. But So I'm still in the early stages, but it's been so long since I've read it and I'm just like, oh my God, I love this series. And I've actually, I so love the compendium size. I've ordered the four Walking Dead compendiums, which I believe are slightly smaller, but the same format, basically. Uh, Like, very much oversized soft covers. And I've got the hard covers, and you might say to yourself, why is Dave double dipping? But just for the shelf, you know, and and just to lounge around with this massive book, I'm loving it, Rich. Um, Yeah. I mean, no, no, no.
1: I thought it was a good read, man. It's It's a fantastic read.
0: You've read all of Starman, haven't you? You know the ending, and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't don't spoil the ending for me because I've got to be honest. I am just digging it that much, and um and then the Walking Dead compendiums are on their way too. Suddenly, and and Adam, the computer was saying, "Finally, you've joined us on the dark side." Because normally I'm a hardcover guy, but I was like, "I'm loving this, just kicking back." You know, like this just, just...
1: is. You know what, Starman is one of those those characters that I've always um. I've always had a massive interest, and in, not just um, and just not just the Knight family. You know, yeah. I mean, I always liked um, Ted Knight. Uh, yeah. I always thought he had a very interesting, you know, costume with the thin head uh, and the red costume, you know, with the rod and all that sort of stuff. But um, you know, uh, I even used to do. Um, I, I've actually got the single issues, uh, not the whole collection sadly, but of the uh, was he? Uh, I think it's Will Payton.
0: Yeah, 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 the um, yeah the the guy for the nineties, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the one that had this like,
1: and <laughs> it was actually quite horrendous, like purple yellow uh, costume. I think that changed
0: it to black and red, right, at some point. And he's in really this. He he costume. does turn up in Starman. There's there's a flash to. Oh yeah, yeah, someone, no, yeah.
1: that's why I thoroughly enjoyed that that series because it it tied all the all the Starman together. You know, whether yeah. it was uh, Prince Gavin, yeah, the you know, alien Nathan one, the alien one. Stuff. Uh, Prince Gavin is the the blonde haired guy who has it almost looks like a massive cane.
0: Right. Okay. I, I know the alien guy who's got like, blue skin or something. Uh, I think that's M- Mikhail. Mikhail. Maybe yeah, I'm not sure, but yeah, he's. he's I think good. Mikhail is the yeah the blue skin
1: guy with the, the gem in, in in the chest or something like that. Yeah. I think that's Mikhail. Mikhail. So well, I would use to think of like um uh Michael. Right. And then, of course, there's also a thumb uh, from the um, Legion there. It's the Legion of superiors
0: Yes. You know, it's, it's pretty interesting. Like, uh, look, all I can say is I'm loving it and it's great to come back, but I'm loving the compendium format as much. And um, I also, the other thing for me, Rich, is it's getting closer and close, closer to Wheel of Time. And um, I'm getting very excited, Rich. And I'm, I'm, I'm rereading because my Wheel of Time reading, I basically quit fantasy. Um, around the time these books came out, and I never made it through book two of the series, uh, or even though I owned a few, and uh, I've now made it this week. This week, I've I've read past the point where I read as like a you know 18, 16 year old, whatever, I, however old I was, like young. Uh, I've I've gone past that point, and I'm and I'm and I'm really enjoying it, and I am just so ready for this for this series, man. Can I say something? His description of everything, and I know you're not a fan of overly descriptive writers, yeah? Um, he describes everything down to like the, literally down to like the drapes on walls. Um, you know what he, it's weird. I, I'm, I'm, I'm reading him, and I'm going, man, it's like this guy is designed in his head like a massive game, and he's just describing every single thing in the room. And I find it kind of mind-boggling, like he really gets me, into it like i can visualize it so well what he's describing
1: yeah see i i just i i hate that maybe it's just maybe it's because i am an artist yeah you know what i mean and i like visually visualizing stuff in my head yeah um i don't like to be told how to visualize if sure. that makes sense like yeah. if, if you turn and say he walked into like you know a dim lit uh room a fireplace when purple drapes yeah you know for curtains i will imagine what the fireplace looks like and any embroidery <laughs> or whatever on the purple track you know what i mean like yeah, yeah i don't need like overly descriptive he is very descriptive I, yeah i prefer to imagine it myself like just give me a general outline yeah of of, of the surrounding and i will imagine
2: Not what the trees knows.
1: look like or what the road looks like i don't know i just I like that. I like to use my own imagination of what things look like. But again, that could just be me as a, as a visual person, as an artist. No, I, like I hear you, man. You know?
0: and it is tiring because he goes into such detail. But also the world building is impressive. Like I'm starting to – I'm really getting into it, man. Like the first book was very close to Fellowship of the Ring. Like it was very much like that formula. But then he starts bringing in a lot more elements that obviously, you know, <laughs> co- kind of complicate it more. And, like, all the stuff about the uh, Ade or however you pronounce their names, like these women and all the different factions and the Children of Light and uh, the Tavern, which are the three central characters and how they affect the tapestry and everything, it's good stuff, man. Like, I- I'm in it, dude, you know. And you-, you know me, I am pumped up for this show, am I not, Rich?
1: No, uh, that is an understatement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So okay. Saying that you are pumped up for the show is quite literally an understatement. I am really pumped. That that's not even come close. I, I think we would actually have to create a
0: new word to yeah, describe. I'm, I'm just really looking forward <laughs> what, to it. what you are for the show. So the the show debuts on um, November 19. The first three episodes will drop all at once on Amazon. I believe it goes through to uh, roughly um, 24th or something of December um yeah and and i'm and i'm pretty pumped oh also i um uh caught the new doctor who have you seen the new doctor Who episode no you make you make me laugh Liz. yeah just not feeling it rich
1: god no what do you you know um i didn't even realize they were still making doctor who i thought it ended with Capaldi.
0: No, they've got the the new woman. No,
1: I'm. I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never heard of it. Okay. Doctor the woman. That sounds weird.
0: No, it's not. Like, um, yeah. No, look, it, look. It wasn't. It was. It was slightly better than the previous season for sure. Um, which was well, one of the this apparently season. is the lowest rating
1: of all the seasons, including her last season. season really, I think even lower.
0: So it's a it's a six part series, only six episodes, and it's called Flux, and it returns to the old style of Doctor Who where they have the continuing episodes. Uh if you recall Rich, you know, how they used to end on a cliffhanger. Uh
1: yeah, well the old Doctor Who used to be one story used to sometimes take place over like you know, three,
0: four Yeah, four, six, even episodes, seven parts, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they've gone back to that. It's like a six parter. Um so which I'm a I fan think, of. No,
1: I I don't know. I think this is her last six and then she's done. So it I is. think they're not it even is. doing a full season with her. I just like yeah. fuck it. We'll just do six, we'll tell a story and then get the fuck out.
0: Well I'm hoping they still do a New Year's Eve story or, or Christmas episode. Um I'm not sure if that's been announced yet. It could be her regeneration, do you think, Rich?
1: Uh I don't know, man. I I, I, I think unfortunately, in, in my eyes, just like Star Wars, I just think um I just think Doctor Who's been broken to no. the point where it's going to be very difficult to fix it.
0: A new Doctor is, you know, new showrunner, new Doctor. Running. No, no, no.
1: I, I'm not talking about just the, the actor of the Doctor. I'm talking about the fundamental of the Doctor, the the history of the Doctor, the law
3: mm.
1: of the Doctor, I just think has been really damaged to the point where, uh, I mean, unless you do some massive retcon or something mm. like that, I just I feel like that timeless child thing just really really put me off the doctor. It was again, it's like Wolverine for me. I was a Wolverine fan until they did Wolverine Origin, and then I just lost all the interest in the character because yeah. I was like, oh, that's you know that's that's a terrible origin.
0: That did suck. It's very boring. Yeah. And, yeah. But
1: the different the difference with that is that was just a boring origin. Yeah. The problem with the doctor is they've completely retcon and changed the very yeah essence of the doctor, and i just feel that has kind of just really turned me off the you know the whole
0: i just ignore it i i just refuse to uh,
1: accept it i'm like well it's up. difficult because you know that they'll bring it up in in future episodes and they'll they'll build upon it probably if i mean if they're smart they'll ignore it and mm. pretend they didn't do it but knowing them i'm sure they'll i'm sure they'll, they'll build on it and i'm just again i'm just not interested in it i'm not interested in that version of doctor when i said that version i mean the timeless child yeah, origin man. version of the doctor. Yeah, no
0: I, I Although yeah.
1: I believe I believe Lucy uh, Lucy Lawless is uh, has shown interest in playing the next Doctor.
0: I'd be down for that. That'd be awesome. That would be absolutely awesome if she did that. Like uh yeah, I I mean I wonder if they could afford her. You know, she'd come in at a fairly high price, you'd imagine. Oh God, I don't think that high she's not working that much. No, she Lucy Lawless she's pretty well respected.
1: Yeah, but she's not a big a name celebrity. Like, come on, it's not like she's doing like big movies and stuff that she demands a high price. I suppose so.
0: Yeah, Okay, all right, well, well, I, I'd love to see a be the doctor. I've not, I've not heard that uh, description. Now, why the last man? Um, the new episode came out. I think it might be the finale. Um, now, have we got any news on it being, uh, you know, picked up anywhere else? Rich, is there anything any news have hit the headlines?
1: So far, it is still dead in the water.
0: <laughs> Look, it wasn't that bad. It was, it was kind of like—I mean, for such a cool comic, it's a shame that they just can't get, you know, can't can't they, get it going.
1: So they, they they can change the the series name to why
0: the last season? Why the last season? The first last <laughs> la- Why the first and last? <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, I I just think that they probably picked the most boring way to tell the story honestly I really I just feel like it's it's got some good stuff in it because they can't get away from what a strong comic it was like of course some of it's good but it's so drawn out like they've just really managed to make it very sort of I don't know what the word is but just dull you know like it's it's almost impressive how, how dull they've managed to make why the last man? Like you know, and again, I don't believe. When, you know, they
1: keep telling they. I I think they've just said this to sort of protect feelings. You know, with people go, oh, it's got nothing to do with the ratings and stuff. And I go, no, it has. Come on, if that's a smash hit, mm. even if it is a little bit expensive or you know you got to renegotiate contracts, if it's a smash hit, if you're like mm. shit, the show is like pulling in, you know, yeah, massive viewing numbers. You you renew it. You can't. You cannot tell me. Tell me. Oh no no the 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 numbers were great they just didn't want to go ahead with it uh okay of course that sounds it's got, like to, course, it's got to do with
0: me. numbers of course it's got to do with numbers who's saying no, it? But,
1: as, but they said but they're saying it's not there's people like the showrunner and stuff and all that they're saying oh it's not the numbers and i was like yes it is you You're just yeah. you're saying that and they allowing you to say that to save face like yeah. that's my view yeah they also look we won't view the numbers we'll just say we're not going ahead. You know what I mean? We won't say it's because it's... Well,
0: what, what would the other reason be? It's too expensive, I guess. Like, is, you know, like even then it comes But again, if it's... To...
1: But my point is, even if it is expensive, if it's popular...
0: Yeah. You
1: know, if, if it's one of your, like, higher watched shows, mm. then you, you you go, okay, listen, we're going to renew for a second season. We're going to have to cut back a little bit on the budget, mm. but we're going to go ahead.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, But
1: yeah. It, it just it couldn't have been pulling that much... Viewers, I just, I can't believe that.
0: No, no, I, 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 I definitely don't believe that. I think anyone who who tells you that it's not to do with numbers, um, when a show gets cancelled, doesn't know what they're talking about. Like, obviously, it's got to do with numbers. You know, numbers are... Well, again, that, that,
1: that came straight from the showrunner's mouth. Right,
0: well, interesting. That it wasn't
1: about the numbers, and I just don't believe that.
0: It, it's all to do with numbers. The, the whole industry runs on them, like... It's, it's ratings, it's clicks, it's it's everything. It's it's return on investment. Like, it's how much they spent on the show, how much they spent on publicity compared to what the show's dragging in, the number of eyeballs coming in, the number of social media commentary. It's totally to do with numbers. Um, it's not one number. It's a, it's a sort of a, a whole fucking stack of them. But if the numbers don't stack up and then they've spent a fortune on the show and they're like, we're, we're simply not going to make money on this, then yeah. Uh, like that's yeah, that's a lie. Any showrunner that tells you it's not to do with numbers, um, the whole the whole the whole industry runs on numbers, you know.
3: Oh
1: yeah,
0: yeah, Well, except for Batwood. Yeah, but even that—that's that's to do with like that's a bit of what do you call it? Like PC, uh, PR bullshit. Like that's it's almost like charity case, you know. Like, but uh, but yeah, I mean you don't know, hear any like. The, the biggest thing you hear about batwoman is the ruby rose scandal you hear nothing about the fucking season of the second season you know like it's it's a show that somehow got renewed to have that second season but i mean have you heard anybody talking about that rich
1: uh, i only hear people talk about how awful it is yeah i know uh there's a quite i don't watch it um, because i'm not i literally have no interest in anything even if it's People poking fun at Batwoman, but yeah. there's a lot of channels on YouTube that literally just watch Batwoman to make fun of it. Really? Wow. Yeah, the acting, the story, yeah, uh, I, I the plot holes, that sort of shit. I imagine, it it's, like. they, I imagine they, it's, they, it's pretty they bad tear stuff.
0: Apart. Yeah, I imagine it's pretty bad stuff, like uh, that Batwoman series. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, very, very underwhelming stuff, you know? like um yeah I I just I just can't yeah but you are right that that does feel a bit like a charity case uh, now you had some news on Indiana Jones movie what's happening
1: uh, apparently a um, a crew member was found dead in their Moroccan hotel mm. just before they were about to shoot some scene for the movie mm. Um Some people were uh, uh, claiming that it was natural causes Uh and then someone reported, well, that's not true because the cause of death has not been released to the public yet.
0: So she was found, Uh, someone was found dead, male, female, do we know?
1: I think it was a guy. Right, okay. I can't remember the name now. I I read the name but then I forgot to add it into the notes. But yeah, it was just one of the, um, you know, like the... Crew members so it's not like a, right. an actor or anything like that. Yeah, but I'm just starting to think that this movie is cursed. Man,
0: why? What, what else has happened on this movie? Oh, well, Harrison you know, Ford. you've got
1: uh, the delays on it. Then you got in. Uh, then you got Harrison Ford injuring himself, sure. um, warming up for a stunt, which then put. I mean, this movie is. I mean, how long has this movie literally been in production? I think it's, <sighs> it's still in
0: production for like two years now. <laughs> Harrison Ford's not getting any younger. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so who knows? Maybe there'll be another um, thing that happens that uh, you know maybe delays it or just but, doesn't go well. But, but do, I just think it's so funny that like this Indiana Jones just movie just seems to be just not worth it.
0: But do, do we know anything <laughs> yeah. about it? Like, do we know if if it was a drug thing or was it a heart attack? Like that's what I said
1: they had no idea the 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 cause of death has not been released to the public. Right. So okay. I would imagine that they are either still with an autopsy or maybe there's something about it that they. Stay on it, man. Looking into that's murder. Looking into, what about a murder? Uh, released to the public.
0: What about a murder? Huh? Could be a whodunit, you know, like bringing you know. Columbo.
1: Yes, if he wasn't fictional, yes.
0: But or bringing bring in, bring in a, a real life Columbo, and imagine if it was like, you know, a whodunit, and like you know, it could be amongst the cast and the crew and the, you know, every all that kind of thing. Like if it was a closed set. Or maybe it's someone shot up, you know? Like, you know, needle in the arm kind mm-hmm. of thing. We don't know. We could just be a heart attack. Well, that's
1: well, that's the problem. I couldn't find a person's age or anything. So if right. it's natural causes, I mean, there would have to be an older person more
0: than well, likely. Well, you could die of a heart attack. You know, at I, I could places. have a heart attack tomorrow. You can, you, can, you, can, you know, people in their 30s and I, 40s.
1: No, okay. So what I find usually is that when people say natural causes, they don't generally mean a heart attack. Okay. Because usually they, this is just my experience, they'll say they died from a heart attack. Right. Usually when they say someone died from natural causes, it's usually what they say about an old person who just passes away in their sleep. Gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. So the fact that they say natural causes, I'm like, well, okay, that sounds like he's either an old person, which yeah. he could be, I mean, it's a crew member, he could yeah. be an old guy with experience. Uh, or yes, but as I said, that was a false reporting because as someone pointed out, they've not actually released cause of death to the...
0: Stay company. on this, man. This is your story now, Rich. This is you 24-7, man, 24-7. Uh,
1: not, not 24-7, but I'll do my best.
0: <laughs> hey, if Harrison
1: Ford was found dead in the hotel room, I'd be on oh, it 24-7. I
0: would be too. Yeah, look, God bless Harrison. Hopefully he's okay. This tragedy uh, hopefully doesn't interfere anymore with Indiana Jones 5, which a movie which I want to see, you know, by the way. Um, I'll be seeing that in Gold Class. I could tell you that much. Harrison's farewell to the franchise, you know.
1: I hope so. I hope so.
0: I don't think he's got too many more left in him, man. You know.
1: I don't um, know. I think he would. I, I think he would. He would be up for another one if they offered it to him, though.
0: To be honest. <laughs> Kirby enthusiasm's back now, Richie, You a curb your enthusiasm kind of guy or not? Not. Not. What? What is it? Because I love it, man. It, it's just like a more uncensored Seinfeld basically
1: uh well that's the thing i i'm a peripheral seinfeld fan but i'm not a massive seinfeld fan like i i've never even seen every single episode of seinfeld i i would catch an episode every now and again when it was on tv yeah but i've never actually watched like from episode one to to end or anything like or anything like that i i don't even i don't even know how many i've watched out of how many exist honestly.
0: i've, I've seen only every ever
1: watched episode. it when i was on tv
0: wow i've seen every episode seriously um i i loved that show when it came out I, and i've seen every episode of curb too so i guess i am a super fan um now let's turn to something i know you have seen which is the boba fett trailer i watched it before the show i want to get your take rich what's what's your feelings on this
1: um, pretty mad.
0: Yeah? Not feeling it too much?
1: Again, I know I probably sound like a stuck record, but um, I, I like mysterious characters. Yes. And for me, who basically has grown up with original Star Wars and Legends, uh-huh. Boba Fett was always a mysterious character. Yeah. Right? Never saw his face, never took the helmet off. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh, a real mystery, and I, I do put the blame on on George a bit there um, for the pre no crap and all that. Yeah, because he kind of took all of that mystery of 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 Boba Fett like just just was gone. But what my issue is, okay, now that I know what he looks like and all that sort of shit, um, in this trailer he had his helmet off so much. He he, he kept Even taking it he, off. He
0: kept taking it off. Yeah.
1: It, even when he's sitting there talking to the other crime bosses or crime lords yeah. around the table, he's sitting without his helmet off. And I'm just like, I just don't think the Boba Fett I know from Legends and all that would do that. He would sit there with a the helmet on because it would hide his face, would hide his expressions. People wouldn't know what he was mm. thinking or how he was reacting. And that makes him intimidating. And mm. I just think this whole thing of like, Nah, Boba Fett is—he just walks around like without the helmet. I just—I don't know. It just—it it irks me. It bothers me. It it, it's almost switch. like Boba
0: Fett without a care in the world. Like just has the helmet off. Just kind of like he's like. Well, it, it'd be like Judge Dredd. It would yeah. be
1: like like yeah. it, it's, it's it's like you know with the Sylvester Stallone movie where he wears the helmet for like yeah. ten seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he doesn't wear the helmet for the rest of the movie. It would be like if now in the comic books they just decided. Oh no, um, Dredd just takes the helmet off. Yeah. all the time.
0: The, yeah, the, and that was a big strike against uh, yeah, a no. lot of hardcore fans. I mean, I love Sliced Alone, but a lot of hardcore fans really can't understand why that helmet came off. And I, of course, it was.
1: I find that movie fun and enjoyable,
0: but I don't take it seriously as a Judge Dredd movie. No, yeah, it's it's fun. I, I mean, I enjoy it, but yeah, it's it's got it's got flaws. Um, yeah, no, I, I I think Boba Fett takes the helmet off way too much in that trailer. Way too much, you know um i almost think boba fett shouldn't take the helmet off unless he's alone or with like if he's being intimate with you know some woman or something but yeah yeah, that... yeah yeah look i don't
1: yeah i don't mind him having it off when he's say with that fennec sean or whatever her name is i think it's fennec sean you know the um ming wang yeah, yeah whatever yeah. her name is actress. like i don't mind if it's there and he's talking to her or giving her orders or something like that or he's talking to somebody he knows but if he's just walking out and about with the helmet off, if he's sitting there in front of the crime bosses yeah. with his helmet off, I just, I don't know. I just don't like that. Well,
0: the, the he, original Boba Fett from Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, no way would he have taken his helmet off in front of crime bosses and stuff, you know?
1: No. That's what I said. Legends 1 never took his helmet off, like, really ever. I there, mean, there were yeah. times right towards the end when he was an old man hmm. um, that, that, that he had taken. But that was, like, much, much later. Like, that, that was after, like, you know, fifty years worth of
0: stories. Remember the classic Before scene where Bosch does the thermal detonator and and Boba Fett pulls the gun. You know, helmet was on. Yes, helmet was on, man. <laughs> helmet was on. You know. Yeah. No,
1: Boba Fett helmet on or 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 not? That's like or, I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I hear you. Uh, by the way, uh, there's a thing you've, that you put into the news that um, the next Iron Fist is Asian Iron Fist, the comics predicted. Uh, am I right in saying this, Rich? Is this the news?
1: Yeah, I think it was the writer. Someone tweeted it again, like because I think they released the cover or something. Right. Of the new Iron Fist. And then someone tweeted at them like, is he Asian? And then they replied in all caps, you know it. And I was like, <laughs> why should I know it? Like, is it? we that's it we've just given into stereotypes now right
0: right well, all asians oh, kung right. fu
1: that's the stereotype all asian kung fu <laughs> all asians know kung fu is that right
0: tell that to david Carradine. He, he was kung fu you know back in the 70s or 80s or whatever no
1: but my point was back in the day every time they created a character
0: hollywood yeah like green and they were like oh they know they know martial
1: arts so many people like that is stereotypical. That is racist, right? Okay. You know, not not every <laughs> Chinese person or Asian person bloody knows martial arts or kung fu. Sure. But now we've swung around to the point where, <laughs> if there is a character that knows kung fu,
0: yeah,
1: he must be Asian.
0: Yeah, that's bullshit. Right. So
1: Richard Dragon was turned to Asian in the in the animated movie. Yeah, now, well, uh, Danny um, uh, Danny Rand's been like booted off. Yeah. Uh, to make way for an Asian character. Like, it's just ridiculous to me that... Really like, shit. hey, make an Asian character. I can make an Asian superhero. I mean, I give DC credit. I hated the character. But at least when they made a new version of Superman, uh-huh. uh, or a, a Chinese character, they made him a Chinese Superman. Yeah. yeah. You know, they didn't make a Chinese uh, Richard Dragon, or, you know, a Chinese... <laughs> Uh, white martial, you know, like a Chinese Bronze Tiger <laughs> or something like that. They were actually like, fuck it, let's just make it Chinese Superman. So I was like, it's a shitty character. I didn't, I didn't enjoy the comic, but I mean, at least they didn't make him martial arts. <laughs>
3: like,
0: yeah. You know. It and seems besides, like, a bit I don't know. I'm kind of disappointed. Yeah, I'm just saying I'm kind of disappointed um, in it. I, I don't feel there was a gigantic need to get rid of Danny Rand. Um, I don't think it's going to result in any great great sales noise i don't think it's going to be a long lasting character uh you know it, it's just once again marvel desperate to try to appease the the sort of like lefties the woke crowd and it's not going to result in huge sales numbers or anything i mean this is a character that's been well, fizzling for fucking decades
1: well as i said to you as i said to you when we had lunch i said it's just so funny that the you you these people become so woke yeah that they'd literally become racist.
0: Well, that's a big call. Cool. I mean, I don't know if it's that. Like, I, 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 no, I I'm talking about I'm
1: talking about their, their worldview. Mm. Like, you become so racist that you generally say we need colleges for only uh, black students. Well, that's segregation to me. Like, that's literally the opposite of what people sure. fight for. When you get become so woke that to afford representation, you turn and say any martial arts character must be Asian. I, I, I hate all this like shit where you, it's you, like you've gone too far. You have in in a circle.
0: I think it's all bullshit when they start saying like, "Oh, only an Asian can write an Asian character," or you know, it's like oh, you know, it's like, "Oh, really?" And I heard Greg Rucker once say, "You know, really did." Um, oh. if you think about um Shakespeare writing Merchant of Venice, he wasn't Jewish, you know? Yeah. Um, like actually, give actually, the right the writer
1: you sorry, your point you I forgot that the writer is Asian.
0: Okay. Well, good, but but. But what I'm saying is there's that argument where where they're, like, saying you have to be, like, uh, that, that minority to write that minority. I think that's bullshit, you know? Uh, like, oh. th- that's the act of writing a lot of... You know, that is a big part of writing. Like, I'm sorry... Like, take an example, Wheel of Time. It's filled with fucking characters, dude, from all different sorts of fucking races and stuff. Like, and a lot of them... To, and from the author's mouth a lot of them draw inspiration from native American, from japanese culture chinese western all over the map you know um he's weaving a lot of lake legends and mixing it in now he was a white guy you know an old white guy vietnam vet um i don't know his direct you know line of descendants but it's called writing for a reason you know it's imagination kind of thing um so I just don't buy into that whole theory. And it's bullshit too, where they're like, oh, someone can't role play and be a ninja because they're not Asian. Like, fuck off. You know?
1: Well, it's just funny to me because martial arts is is the whole point of martial arts. um, and, and the goal of martial arts is to teach it to everyone.
0: Well, that's right. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, what about all these people who fucking, you know, do karate, for example, just to name a fucking thing or kung fu or judo or whatever. Like, my tennis coach, he he did judo for many years. Um, he, let me tell you, he he ain't Asian, you know, but he knows it. You know what I mean? I like, want, I, I I want someone to go to Chuck Norris and say, "You are not let to do karate." It's bullshit, man. Like, it's 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 bullshit. It's garbage. Like, and I'm not really trying to single out. Uh, believe you me, I like I'm not trying to single out the Asian community here. I'm using it as an example of just total bullshit that's being peddled. By a very angry, small, little kind of fan base of just just garbage, so, or like you know,
1: I don't think many. I don't think many um, Asian fans or readers no. were asking for this. But I guarantee you, if you give it a few more years, mm. and the only Asian characters of representation you're getting are all martial arts characters, I, I promise you that they will get sick of it.
2: Yeah. Well, wasn't
0: there a thing back in the day where it was like, you know, they wanted to and I want to take it away from just Asian, but, like, they want to take it away from just doing the stereotypes, you know, because, like, I'm sorry, like, you talk about Asian culture. Asian culture's everywhere, you know, um, and, you know, they've integrated all across the whole world, like, so doing all sorts of different stuff. So, essentially, they can play any part, um... There's nothing off-limits to them, so why restrict it to, like, it's got... Like, it feels really old-school. Like, it feels like something... Are we back in 1971, you know? um, Where it's just like, this is the only... You know, it's kind of like, this is the only thing we can possibly think of for this Asian character to make him Iron Fist. And I'm like, man, this feels so fucking, like, dated, in a way, you know? No, I agree. That's how I feel about it. Like I just, I, I, you know, my issue isn't so much with this specific casting because I don't really care to be honest because I don't give a shit about the character. But, no. but my, I have a broader perspective on the whole thing where I, where I do feel like it's, it's like those guys going through Oriental Adventures and did a twenty-seven part podcast about how much they hate it and how it's so wrong and and they are abusing. Um, Wizards of the Coast because you could still buy the PDFs and stuff and, like, you know, cancel them and this and that. And like, it's like, you know, fuck off, basically. You know, like, don't play it. Don't buy it, you know?
1: that That's the point I was trying to make where I said, like, okay, as I said, we, we started off where Hollywood was, like, you know, um, stereotypical Asians, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the look, they're no martial arts. And then Fu Manchu you, and all you, that you, shit, Yeah. Yeah, so, so you turn left and you say we shouldn't do stereotypes but the problem is if you keep turning left
0: uh, huh.
1: you come right back to where you started
0: yeah yeah
1: if you don't stop if you don't stop if you keep if you keep turning
0: the wheel <laughs>
1: you know take it left you're gonna you're <laughs> gonna circle back
0: to where you started it's a good point Rich. that's a very good point yeah no it's 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 pretty funny though man like to be honest um
1: like I, I i yeah i, 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 lost, I mean I, I think the only the only people this is going to really affect are actual iron fist fans well i feel I, sorry I, for I connor I, I, I can't see too many new iron fist fans come in rushing to no. to this book
0: all of a sudden I, I see speculators buying issue one that's about it you know
1: oh um, yeah of course oh i don't have a massive number one sale but that's it
0: yeah um I, I feel bad for connor he's a huge iron fist fan um and i know he's not happy at all about um about about Danny Rand leaving.
1: Okay. Yeah, no, I've, I, I, mate, I pointed this out. Remember when we did the, the we, we reviewed that issue, mm. um, or or, or the, whatever, where he gives it up, and I said that was so pathetic. Like yeah. this story was all about him, like making him look like shit, and then at the end of it, he just goes, "Ah, well, I wasn't a very good Iron Fist anyway," yeah. and walks away. And I was just like, "That is the lamest fucking." That's shit like i mean if you if he had sacrificed the power or if it's something where if you do this and you defeat this you will lose the power well guess what that's what a hero does they make that sacrifice even if it costs him their power but to have him go ah you take the power you go defeat the dragon and then she defeats the dragon and then he goes ah, i don't want it anymore i'm not a very good idea
0: well it's like if frank castle was like oh fuck being Punisher. i was never really into it you know and it's just such a betrayal of a character
1: yeah, no. As I said, like the only people this really affects are Iron Fist fans, like, and in a negative way. I don't even mean in a positive way. So yeah, does Cheng Chi have the, a... the Danny Ray character's got history as well because him and um, uh, uh, Power Man Luke Cage yep are a the they're the duo. They you know they have been heroes for her. for for Marvel for decades now,
0: and
1: that I just feel like you've you've destroyed that
0: you ripped apart the partnership. I mean, Ed Brubaker and Matt Fraction had that incredible Iron Fist run, you know? Mm. It was great. It was a great fucking run. Um, it got me into the character. It made me give a shit about the character for five minutes, you know, when Ed Brubaker and Matt Fraction just laid that out. It was fantastic, man. It was fantastic. Um,
1: I, just, I just don't think a lot of the big two really know what to do with their characters anymore.
0: That's, a that's sad, though. To be that's sad. Like, you, you've lost faith in your own IP. Mm. Like, is it really that, like, like, obviously in the halls, you hear it on the podcasts when they're talking. A lot of these big two writers are falling over themselves to be politically correct, you know? And it, it, it feels like they're doing that because there's a lot of pressure to be that as well. Like you know, it's like oh yeah, I just need to really get out in front of this and say, you know, my black audience is like the most important thing possible, and like we're all about an authentic. And it's like Jesus Christ, like you 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 are wheeling this into the conversation. You're you're putting it yeah, on well, front I, street.
1: I, I honestly believe that Marvel, you know, the people working at Marvel and DC literally sit there with a, uh, uh, with with a list of all the characters trying to find the the most the trying to find all the problematic ones to either change or get rid of.
0: It's pretty sad, man. Like you know, when we grew up, eighties, nineties, when we were reading comics, that didn't feel like it was a big factor.
1: Uh, I, I'm not against. No, I I picked up everything that looked cool.
0: Yeah, didn't
1: matter whether it was male, female, black, white, Asian. If it looked cool and looked interesting, I picked it up. Well, you know, that's that was just how I roll.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I, I I think of myself with my Oriental Adventures D and D. I was so fucking into it, man. Like you know, like. I couldn't have been more into it as a, as a teenager. And if someone had said to me, oh, you're not allowed to play that, I would have basically said, fuck off. You know? Like, I fucking love this. You know what I mean? Like, it, it got me into my obsession back then with Japanese samurais and stuff. Like, it interested, yeah, I know, yeah. it, it, it got me so interested in the history and the battles and, and all that kind of stuff, man. Like, I'm sorry, don't deprive people of that, of that you know, interest in time periods and stuff like that like it's like my fascination with the crusades i'm not a crusader I'm, I'm a fucking atheist i'm a godless pagan atheist but that doesn't mean i don't fully um get into it and it's such a fascinating time period rich you know what i mean like it's so rich in history and interest like don't tell me that i'm not allowed to be interested in this kind of stuff like don't don't put barriers up and try to try to sort of blockade everyone into like very narrow viewpoints, and the
1: world is full of barriers now and and segregation. That's it.
0: It is, but but I, I'm saying you know with the with the kids, like don't sort of like I, I'm not I'm not don't tell them like oh you're not allowed to read that oh no you're not allowed to read that oh Mark Twain but Huckleberry no, Finn's racist, you know?
1: That's that, that's what they're doing now. I mean, you you've got you've got people telling. Kids, you can't dress as your favorite character because
0: fuck that, fuck that. Your, that's my your, response. Your fuck vice. that, yeah, fuck that. That's my response. If that's bullshit, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you can't be. You know, it's 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 like, oh, you can't be Hamburglar. From, remember that when they banned hamburger from the McDonald's because like he was a criminal. That and I, I was like, this is now bullshit. You know. Well, that's um,
1: right. let's, say, let's say some young kid who's really big into the MCU fucking loves Black Panther. Sure. Or you you're now telling this kid you can't dress up as Black Panther for Halloween because you're not black. I mean, that's ridiculous. It's the most ridiculous I mean, I would never go Poor to a story. black child and say you can't dress as Superman No, because no you're be not wrong. white. I mean, I. It's I super they're wrong. now telling kids you cannot dress as your favorite character That's they're that, not that, your, that's bullshit. your skin be, color.
0: That's bullshit because you see a lot of... Um... You see a lot of cross race. Um, no, no, no. So Most parents don't give a point. shit. But yeah. um, what
1: I'm saying is, there's people that write these fucking articles. Yeah. All these media people and these article writers who will write shit like, "You should allow your kids to dress as like a, a POC character, even if it is their favorite." And I'm just like, why? Fuck do you off! Suck the there's my response. Boy out of the, the world.
0: These these people writing these articles jump off a fucking pier. Please do us all a favor and retire. Lay down the fucking pen. Turn off the fucking computer, because you're adding nothing to the dialogue. You 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 you're basically adding static bullshit. And all oh, yeah, all they're doing is muddying the waters. Really, it's garbage, man. I, look, I, I hope I've made my feelings clear. On I wasn't aware this was such a big. I wasn't <laughs> aware this was such a big thing. I don't follow it enough, but but I've seen plenty of mixed race cosplay in my time, and I, I'm all for oh. it. Like you know.
1: Can I tell you a funny story? I'll tell you. And this is a true story, legitimate story. So one of my sisters um, uh, uh, was working in uh, early childcare,
3: um,
1: uh, daycare sort of stuff and all that, right? She she did a course, got a certificate, and she was working looking after kids and all that. And they were told specifically um, that they couldn't sing Baba Black Sheep to the kids. They had to sing Baba Rainbow Sheep. Jesus. That's a true story. True story. Well, that's not an anecdote. That is a, that's a true
0: pretty, event. Pretty sad. Um, pretty, pretty sad. It's like when they changed the name of the, 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 the lyrics to the anthem. The Australian anthem was recently changed. They snuck that one by a few people. And I've got to say, oh, yes. I wasn't happy. When I heard that I the other day, I realised that I wasn't happy at all. You know, like hmm. people have fought and died for our flag and, you know, for our country, you know, and... To, then to just go and radically change the, the 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 sort of like lyrics to the anthem and just sneak that by—that should have been a referendum, you know. In no, my opinion, uh-huh. that should have been a referendum to do that. Like, and and the same thing with changing the flag. If you want to change the flag, I want to see a majority of people in the country vote for that for that change. Yes, before, no, you
1: know, I agree.
0: Like, and and it's like when Chuck Dixon he he spoke about the flag and what it meant, and I said it's good to hear it, Chuck. It's good to hear it.
1: Cause, yeah, but you know, but you know what? But can I just say that we'll, we'll, we'll get topic in a little bit. But I'm I'm totally against. Um, I'm I'm kind of to- against changing the past unless it's really, really, really horrific. Sure. Like I I, I just think you saying, oh no, it's based off a colonization, you know, um, history. I don't give a shit. Every fucking country, every yeah. civilization is trying to colonize another fucking part of the well, world. Well, we spoke about the
0: Vikings, it's, it's, man. It's, it's, they raided yeah, well, all it's u- each other. Yeah, it's
1: not unique, right? So, but my point is, it still represents your past. Sure. The yeah, past is not something to 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 run away from or hide from, whatever. It's it's something to learn. It's from not the fucking swashbuckler, which
0: it's not the swashbuckler, yeah. which is something to actually burn. Yeah, but that, and, yeah, and but burn. that's my point.
1: Like. um, Unless it's something like really horrific, like you started a war and genocide. You know what I mean? Mm. Fair enough. Um, but that wasn't really. That's not the German flag, to be fair. No, it, it was know, the flag. The, the Nazi flag is is different. But my point is, like, when you get rid of the the something because it's problematic or it's bad,
0: you also get rid of the good. You know who I blame? Because I'm going to. Good gonna, things that happen. I'm. You know, I'm going to target this fucking losers. These losers on an, this Australian show, The Project, and this this fucking guy called Woward Ali or something—I'm not yeah, sure how to yeah, pronounce yeah. his name—he is a fucking tool. This guy, he gets behind the most weird causes, and it's always a fucking poor me, victim, victim story. You know what I mean? Like, and we're all so we're all like I've caught it a couple of times, and we're all so wrong, Rich. We, you know, we all should all be ashamed of ourselves because. This fucking loser on this show is just one. It's 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 his pity parties week after week. You know what I'm saying? Um,
1: I can watch the show, mate. That that man is a is a what I call a race hustler. <laughs> I, he's just
0: lame. I, I don't watch it. I, I've caught it a couple of times. I've been aware it's been on, but I I didn't realise what it really even was. And I was like, what is the fuck is this guy even? doing like it really annoyed me that he had a mainstream platform and he's just lecturing again and again and I'm like who cares about this guy and his bullshit opinions but what I'm saying is taking it away from this one particular guy you know um whatever his name is Waweed Ali I'm not sure how to pronounce it but it's something like that but that kind that he's an example of that kind of commentator Um, that's very common on the internet as well. But he's got a platform on a mainstream show, which I believe has gone for like a decade at least. So he's been around for a million years. But see, someone like me, who... I mean, I don't know what time this show's on, but it's kind of on in the afternoon, I think, or late afternoon. um, And it's sort of satirical, slightly new. I thought it was more satire, but it's more like... Let's watch the news and then lecture people. <laughs> like it's like imagine when you're watching the news, if you could also be lectured to at the same time, it's like oh great. Um, yeah, no, you're right. Uh, when that show first started, it was supposed to be uh, a funny look
1: right at the news. You know what I mean? It was supposed right. to be like the the thing that sort of poked fun, right? But now and, it's more and like lecturing and stuff that. Correct. Now it's literally
0: all just all about telling people that they're bad. And they roll. Yeah, I'm surprised. Look, obviously, he's got a following, but I mean, what I've seen from this guy is he's the exact kind of commentator that I just roll my eyes at. Like, I guarantee you, he's the guy telling you you can't dress up and be a ninja. Your kid can't be a ninja. You know, he's. Oh, yes, for sure. And, you know, just on that note, he's lost me. Um, I'm sure he's worth millions and I'm sure he doesn't give a shit, but, uh, like, fuck him. There's my response. You know, fuck him any stupid show, you know? Like I, I've I've missed it for a decade, and you know I wish I'd kept missing it. Unfortunately, he had to go at Shane. Well, that's how come I knew who he was. He had to go at Shane Warne once. Shane Warne came on and absolutely blasted him. You know, mm. um, he, he went after a big dog, and um, and, and Warney just basically for, said, "Who are you?"
1: For, for all the listeners, Shane Warne is a Australian cricketer.
0: Yeah, one of our greatest Australian cricketers of all time. Um, now you've got a story here about TMZ. What's going on, Rich?
1: okay so apparently tmz ran a fake story about dc uh artists and writers receiving death threats tmz the hollywood Kenfing side like the, hollywood,
0: the hollywood scandal side huh? yeah like the sort of hollywood yeah yeah yeah, yeah
1: yeah 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 the, the, yeah the people that chase around the um the celebrities and take
0: from so them. who's getting death threats
1: so they claimed they ran a story that they claimed that dc comic artists and writers we're receiving death threats over John Kent being by, okay. and that the LAPD had to be involved and were patrolling the streets and what and you know camped outside the houses and stuff like that.
0: Now is it Tom Tyler an Aussie? Firstly, isn't he based in Australia?
1: Yeah. Yes, he is. So anyway, <laughs> so a number of other news outlets ran the same story using TMZ as their source. Sure, and it's come out that the entire fucking story is bullshit. LAPD were not involved in anything. No DC artists or writers have received any death threats. Right. Um, whatever. And this, I, I just put the story in because obviously it ties into comics, but just an example of that gym, journalism is pretty much dead.
0: Oh, yeah. It's definitely taken a heavy battering. In, you know, I mean, back
1: century. back in the day, if a story came across your desk, the first thing you did check was look into it, check your sources. Yeah. You know, you didn't just go, oh, did team said, All right, well, then run it.
0: But they don't do that anymore. Check checking sources is is, is a thing of the past now. Yeah. They don't they don't do it at all. Although, they just rush the story. Can out. I be honest
1: with you? I'm I'm actually getting a little bit annoyed. And again, this is definitely the marketing by DC. I'm really getting annoyed with people saying Superman is buying. <laughs> I mean, like it's Superman's son who is buying.
0: Yeah, but I think he's also called Superman. Yeah, but I he's not Superman.
1: I'm sorry. Just like <laughs> I'm just like uh, uh, Lucius uh, uh, Luke Fox or whatever. He's not Batman. He can run around, he can have his own comic called I Am Batman or whatever. He's not Batman.
3: No,
0: I know.
1: Well, yeah. John Kent is not Superman. Clark, uh, Clark Kent is Superman. I'm sorry. But you
0: realise they're trying to trick you, Rich. They're trying to trick the casual... No,
1: not me. They're trying to trick,
0: yeah, the general... The general uh, public. public. They're trying to trick, like, my parents. Who? What, Superman is now bisexual? Yeah. And, oh, wow, that's a big scandal. Hoo-ha, and we can, all, we can all start talking about it online. That's what they're trying to do.
1: Well, it was that exact same thing happened with Green Lantern when they made uh, Earth Two Green Lantern Alan Scott when yeah. they uh, in the New Fifty Two they did that Earth Two book. Yes. Um, any article that said Green Lantern uh, is gay all used the Hal Jordan photo.
0: Yeah. <laughs> which which you Alan can Scott understand way. from mainstream outlets like in a way like I mean they're not going to know Alan Scott from a bar. No, or no, something. but
1: that's why but that's why D, like DC does that sort of yes. stuff and you know, like even Marvel do that is that oh yeah. They they don't come out and say like the you know like to, they don't come and go uh, make sure that you you, no. uh, you you say that it's Alan Scott you know make sure you say it's the original they just go oh yeah yeah run with the story that Green Lantern is is gay because they know it's gonna like everyone any comic fan is gonna be like what well and it's then, like, like if Luke, Luke look.
0: Fox Batman died tomorrow the, the the tagline that would go at his Batman is dead you know yeah, and yeah. And, and they want the they comic. want that as mainstream as possible. They want people in the street who just know Batman from movies and just from pop culture to think Batman's dead and to have that water cooler conversation. That's their dream of, of piercing that into it. So, you know,
1: now, but now back to the, the original, I, what this, I love this thing is that people keep saying how comic book fans are, you know, they're racist, they sexist, they're homophobic, you know, because they don't like the changes. But yet they're so racist, homophobic, and sexist that you have to make up bullshit stories about them sending death threats.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, um, to, it, wouldn't, it, it wouldn't surprise me if maybe maybe not in this instance, but sometimes people on Twitter get pretty hot under the collar. But, I mean, I've been, like, in all honesty, I've been threatened with in doing my job. I've had people threaten physical harm and say they're going to come and kill me, you know, over the phone okay like,
1: but, but but to be fair your job kind of lends itself to that so.
0: yeah but, but what i'm saying is like you know oh boohoo like people are saying shit to hey, me over the phone
1: like i i work in retail i've had people threaten to try and lay hands on me yeah, yeah, yeah. into my face not even over the phone to my face
0: yeah yeah okay and th- and that's that's more real but like but i don't know i just i'm just sort of like really like these idiots on twitter are, are saying shit like so what yeah, really. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. You know what? You know
1: what? How they did it? Which they'll probably get away with it. Some some people probably on 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 Twitter or whatever basically said to DC, "You're dead to me," or something like yeah, that.
0: Yeah, some shit like that. Yeah.
1: And then they'd be like, "Oh, no, 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 we, we totally. interpret that as death threats."
0: <laughs> oh yeah, it's a very loose interpretation of a death threat, as opposed to like you know, it's not fucking John Malkovich in uh, Line of Fire. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like someone you actually have to worry about. Um, now, no. you, you're, you've really been hotter than news this week, Rich. I must say, it's been such a slow news week, but you've really uncovered some gems. Uh, Eternals is now the first rotten Marvel film on Rotten Tomatoes. Can you let you know, listeners know, because I don't use Rotten Tomatoes at all, w- what does that mean when a film is rotten? Is it just below 50%? No, below 60%. So right. uh,
1: if a movie is 59%, it right. is rotten. If it is 60%, it is fresh. So, wow.
0: in essence, because I never really have used this site, I use Metacritic, but it, say I've seen Eternals, I go to Rotten Tomatoes and I do either it's fresh or rotten. That's my choice. It's a 50-50, isn't it? Is that right?
1: No, 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 no. So the oh. fresh or rotten is only based on uh, uh, critic reviews. Oh, is it?
0: I thought it was based on user reviews. Oh, okay. No, no, no. user reviews, they give you a percentage. Okay.
1: Like they'll just assign a movie a percentage and say that's the that's the score for the but that's never uh, well I suppose technically if the critic one is fifty nine percent or sixty and above then I, I would assume it's the same they just don't put the emblem there for it but um, yeah so uh, it was it was just over the sixty percent for a while right it dropped to. Fifty nine percent. Then all of a sudden, a ABC company hmm. owned by Disney reviewed it positively to get it back up into sixty percent. Jesus. But then, since then, it's I think it's dropped to fifty one. Who
0: fucking gives a shit? Like I mean, like I hate these companies putting out their publicity. Like uh, it's a, it's a tale as old as time. It's the same as Payola back in the radio days. Just just basically trying to milk uh, you know the promotion to get the sales up. Um, yeah but, but like honestly uh, but another
1: part of the story which I found really funny now uh, the a, a lot of the pundits and and uh, uh, even the, the the Indian guy in the movie or whatever uh, he tweeted this but then he canceled it after he started getting back until uh, uh, um, he tweeted it after uh, he deleted it after the movie started getting negative reviews from the reviewers right they, they were complaining that uh, over 400 people, Negative review bombed Eternals on IMDb right before the movie had even come out, right. which I thought was hilarious because I had a look at it and over 800 people gave it 10 out of 10 without seeing it.
0: Yes, I was just the same. Option. So,
1: why is the 400 one out of stars a problem? Yeah, I know, and hateful people when 800 people gave it 10 out of 10 without seeing it. You know Is not a problem either?
0: You know what I wish they'd do? They wouldn't allow any voting until release date. I wish they would do that. I hate that people are doing that, that are getting on there and doing... Firstly, these people have no fucking life. If, if you're getting on, you know, look, wheel of time. I can't wait for wheel of time. But if, I got, if you ever saw me pre, preemptively get on IMDb and give a score before I even saw it, please take me out the back and shoot me. Please, because my life is over. Like, people who are doing this kind of pre-review bombing or plussing are people with no life. And, yeah, I, I just I, I just don't even... To me, it's a fucking who cares story. I, I hate it. It's the studio trying to manipulate, like, the audience before... Like, they probably know they've got a turd on their hands, Rich. You know what I'm saying? And they're just desperate.
1: But, mate, it has to be a turd, because I think we mentioned that... I mentioned this at lunch again um this movie was supposed to tick all the boxes Sure,
0: angelina right. jolie a, you
1: know well one you've got you got you know gusama hayek you've got angelina jolie you've got the first gay character you've got you know the first this character the first that character it's a it's an ensemble cast you know like 50 50 man woman whatever like like this was supposed to tick. you know it, it's a diverse race of, of people they were supposed to tick all the boxes right this right. was supposed to be like 100 percent certified fresh with the critics cool. and the critics are the ones that are actually like just well, really maybe it's just a bad fucking it, movie.
0: Huh? I mean, you know, you can have all the great casting in the world, but if it's a bad movie, it's a no, bad no, no,
1: no, 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 no. But my point is usually the critics, <sighs> I'm surprised with this one. Like it shows that it must be a super fucking bad movie because let's be honest, usually the critics kind of give, um, you know, Marvel and Disney a little bit more leeway. Yeah. These days, let's be honest, they do tend to give them uh, higher reviews.
0: They didn't used to, but these days they do. I agree. Yeah, but this one had to be super
1: bad and boring and just meh for for even like the the usual good guys it's, to give you good reviews. Well, to, like, go, this I,
0: like, first, I go to Metacritic. It's got a fifty three right now. Fifty three isn't terrible, but it's it's very mixed. You know, like it's it's not like it's it's barely like it's got mixed or average reviews based on 55 critical reviews. So it's got a 53, which is usually a sign that it's not a fantastic movie. I'm sorry. That's a collation of critical opinion. Um, You know, I'll, oh, I'll, I'll literally,
1: literally means mediocre.
0: Yeah. I, I'll, 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 I'll wait and see it, but I'm not anticipating anything fantastic. And, and all Mate,
1: I'm not watching. I'm not watching a three hour eternal movie. I'm sorry.
0: I, I couldn't care less about it. Like, but, but what I'm trying to say is, all the pr in the world can't fix a bad movie because the movie's been made and done and finished it's it, it's out there you know what i'm saying like they can once it's once it's made and released to the public at a certain point all the pr spin in the world is only going to have so much impact um on, on the first opening weekend it, it, it'll probably help the first opening weekend but if it's a bad movie that's going to in this in this covid environment it's not going to have legs seriously Uh, A movie like Suicide Squad had a very bad critical response, but it had good word of mouth by audiences. And a lot of audience. you know, the original Suicide Squad, it made a lot of money. Um, It went against critical opinion. It's quite possible to have a box office uh, win with bad critical opinion. Look at the Transformers. Oh, look at,
1: I literally was just going to say, look at all the Transformers. Yeah, no, it's
0: quite possible. Many times have Hollywood shown. Actually,
1: the same thing happened with Venom.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Many times, that's the point I'm trying to say here. Many times, um, good word of mouth by the fans, by, by, by the people going to see the film, have totally, totally saved a bad critically received movie. But bad word of mouth, it, you know, from amongst the Marvel fan base will kill this movie having huge numbers. I, I firmly believe this movie could potentially be the lowest box office of any of the marvel movies and um, so
1: far i believe it is it's supposed to be outpacing the okay these are projections i believe it's supposed to be outpacing shang chi but again, that's, <laughs> oh, that's, that's jesus
0: fiction, so I fucking shang chi another pile of shit that only just recently came out I'm sorry, I put both of them in the same bracket. Shang-Chi, that fucking guy who played Shang-Chi, geez, he's been quite recently, hasn't he? Remember he was he was king of the world for about a, for his opening weekend? He was pretty much like um, trolling the audience, and hasn't that backfired?
1: But you know what? But that's but that kind of goes
0: back to what I was saying
1: before, is that I just feel, don't you feel like movies now when they get released, and again, this is probably a, due to probably a post-COVID thing, it just feels all empty.
0: Oh uh, look, it, it's, you know, I mean, it's, yeah, the audiences haven't returned on masse to the cinema, so less people are going. Yeah, but
1: that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just, like, even movies now, like, even Black Widow, like, I just, you know, normally a movie comes out, oh, there's bars, you know, everyone's kind of talking about it, you know, mm-hmm. it's in the it's in the news for a little bit, you know, people are talking about the box office, but now they just repeat the, they kind of just report the first week and yeah. then, Poof. yeah well i mean that's, anything
0: again it's like it just disappears that's COVID, though it's 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 changed all no it's that's COVID. what i'm saying it's
1: yeah. it, it just makes it weird to gauge because you know after the first week or any sort of coverage or or anything about a movie just seems to just go Pff. Mm. and so it's hard to like gauge it'll probably it'll probably take another six months
0: doing. another six months i'd say they they need to get people regularly going back to cinemas and it's going to be a gradual thing um you know, well
1: the... before we move on, the tweet that he deleted if anyone's interested is that so after the story came about the four hundred people negative review bombing, mm. the that Indian actor guy turned around and he said, Looks like we're upsetting the right kind of people And of course obviously after all the negative reviews were coming out by the the critics, he quickly deleted that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: he's you know whatever. Like like I, I the political machinations behind all I couldn't care less. Like i'll watch the film you know what my response
1: i hope that shield crumbles seriously i'm so fucking sick and tired the the, the one thing i have a problem with is i'm what do you tired hope of any shield? Criticism.
0: shield the organization or
1: no no i'm tired of any criticism being labeled as racist oh, yeah. sexist misogynistic homophobic tra- i am sick of it you are not ex- uh, 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 exempt yeah. from criticism definitely not. like i'm i'm sick and tired of that shield any time a movie comes out like this mm. and people are like ah it's not very good oh you're just a
0: racist you're just a sexist like no just <laughs> yeah. listen to the criticism you arsehole. yeah 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 well yeah i mean definitely i mean look i'll 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 watch the movie I'm, I'm my expectations are almost at zero i couldn't care less about the eternals like in in all of comic big two things, eternals are probably like, right at the bottom of my list. I I, I've ne- I don't think I've ever read an issue. They just no way interest me. Um, Thanos being an Eternal is just a coincidence more than anything else. Uh, you know, I just, I don't care, really, at all. Um, now, you've got uh, a news here about Ava Juvenet and the new Gods movie. What happened here, Rich? Uh, I don't know. This is your story, Rich. Oh, okay. So uh, Ava Juvenet was talking about New Gods, uh, which was the project that got axed? The studio decided that they did not want to pursue a certain part of that comic world based on some other things that were going on with another film in that world. I think she was referring to Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, well, which, probably. Which, which, well, that's the only thing that's
1: come out that ties into that.
0: I'm surprised they couldn't have done the movie. Like, it wasn't like Dark Side oh, was. In a you know much. what?
1: I I think they were just like, Shh, we don't want to make this with uh, Ava DuVernay or whatever. Uh, like, it's a shit script. Yeah, You've got no faith in it. Let's let's just say that oh, we're gonna do other stuff. We'll yeah. gonna shelve it for now. I just think they were just like, well, I don't think we should go ahead with this. Yeah, this is like,
0: uh, look, I, I especially with, especially
1: with Tom King being involved.
0: I know Tom King giving his like below average bullshit. Jesus uh, Christ! If that
1: movie had gone ahead with fucking Tom King as the fucking scriptwriter, I would legitimately boycott that movie. <laughs> I don't want fucking, because uh, uh, you know what he would have done? All, all the characters would have been waxing poetic and yeah, yeah. talking in weird sentence fucking structures and shit. Like, no, thank you.
0: No. Uh, how many of them would have had post-traumatic stress? You know, all of them. All of them. Dark, <laughs> including Darkseid. Side. Dark Side yeah, including Darkseid. Darkseid would have post-traumatic Dark
1: stress. Darkseid would be complaining about how no one understands the pressure he's under to be yeah. a dictator.
0: Yeah, and and
1: weighing heavily on him that no one asks him if he's doing okay.
0: Dark side's in therapy with Granny uh, Goodness, goodness, whatever yeah. her name is. She's the therapist, and, and Dark, Dark Side's like on the couch, <laughs> like as a no, co- no, no. With the, no, he's with
1: Desard. Desard's
0: the Desard. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I mean, I, 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 like Desard and all those guys. Like, uh, like I would have, yeah. Y- y- you know what? We probably were spared by. Tom yes. King getting off that project. Put someone else. On I there. think. I
1: yeah. I think as as fans, I think we dodged the bullet. It's like it's like you know for for so many years. Um. Okay. Uh. You know, I'm uh I'm a big musical guy. I love I love musicals. Oh um, yeah, yeah. For so long, I was like, geez, I wish they would make a movie version of of Wicked. Right. Wicked. Um, okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I was like, oh man, you know, it was very popular at the time, you know, at, at that time and had great songs in it. Yeah. Uh Kristen Chenowick, I love Kristen Chenowick. She's fucking awesome. She's a cute little firecracker who can sing like a fucking uh, opera singer. Uh, but anyway, for so many years I was like, man, I wish they would just do a live action
3: mm.
1: um musical of this thing. Anyway, Indeed, they're finally that. gonna be doing it, but now it's got people like um uh Ariana Grande in it, and I was like, ah I love Ariana Grande. Fuck.
0: I love her. What, what, do you, no, you don't like wrong. her oh she's beautiful she's a beauty I don't
1: care what she no she cannot act for shit, oh, and she's she... not that good of a singer I'm
0: sorry not oh, she's not on Christian Chenewick's level sir I don't know who Christian Chenowick is but I I do like Ariana Grande and she's come up on the show before she's a beautiful beautiful woman and she can sing, Richard. I must say, she uh, can, I'm not
1: interested it. in seeing a Wicked movie with Anya Grande. I'm sorry, I'm out. I got my wish, and I wished I hadn't wished for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, be careful what you wish for. I'm happy. That's I, what um, I'm
1: saying. Like,
0: so what is it? A film? You know, talk about the Wicked musical, yeah? That's, is yeah, yeah. So about?
1: you know how, like, you know, they take a musical and they'll turn it into a, a, a movie with, um, musical. What's his
0: name? Um, like Hamilton. Sweeney Pod Hamilton. And
1: all that sort of stuff.
0: Like Hamilton, yeah. Is that, is that right? Like,
1: I, don't know if they've done a, I don't think they've done a movie of Hamilton. They though. did
0: a live version, though, where they filmed No, no, no,
1: no. So do you remember there was a movie with Johnny Depp and uh, Helen Bonham Carter called Sweeney Todd?
0: Yes, I do remember that.
1: That is a movie based on the musical play, oh, Sweeney Todd. so
0: a proper movie. Yeah, okay.
1: A proper movie that's just a uh,
3: musical.
0: Okay, like back in the old days, yeah.
1: Oh, uh, like uh, Les Miserables.
0: Yeah, okay. So they're doing Wicked with that, with Ariana Grande, and I'm, I'm happy because I love yeah. her. I think,
3: no,
1: she's I'm absolutely
0: not. beautiful, Rich. I think she's gorgeous.
3: And
1: I think she's an absolute fucking airhead who can't act her way out of a plastic bag.
0: She was okay in Scream Queens. I saw her in that. I, I've not seen her in anything else. but uh,
1: Wow, what a high bar.
0: Well, I enjoyed it. Um, Now, <laughs> turning to some more news. Hollywood rumor you've got here, Rich, that Jim Carrey will play Modoc
1: yes apparently i don't know if this is going to be a disney plus or in one of the movies but then again this is just a rumor this is not being confirmed or anything but the the hollywood buzz at the moment is that he's been tapped to play Modoc.
0: well i think that's very very interesting i think jim carrey could really excel as Modoc. they will make it wacky ridge. very wacky well,
1: that's my that, that's my issue is that I yeah, when I heard the Jim Carrey thing, I was like, oh no, I don't want like a fucking Riddler
0: or (laughs) like
1: um, (laughs) I don't want that over the top because Modok has never again. I don't read obviously a lot of modern comics. Please forgive me. A lot of my Modok history is old Modok history, and while he was like sort of a bit maniacal, I never saw him as like goofy or that's a more um, modern thing. like that yeah, yeah like I I saw him as a bit of a threat you know what I mean like uh almost a bit, sometimes a bit more cold and calculating but could lose his temper
0: mechanized organism designed only for killing I believe is the is what it stands for Modoc
1: well maybe they should change the the uh, the K to a C and say only for comedy
0: yeah for comedy he's just a waxy <laughs> wacky guy uh what did you yeah. think of the Disney plus series because I was really unimpressed
1: no no, again that's the that's the modok I don't want. I don't want yeah. the I don't want the goofy uh I guess I I I get it. He looks goofy. I get it. He's a giant fucking head mm. with tiny arms and and legs, but it doesn't mean that he can't be frightening. Doesn't mean that he can't be threatening. He doesn't have to be a joke just because he's a giant head. Well
0: that was the choice they made and I and I don't think it, I don't think it worked. I I, I also think though it wasn't that funny. A show like, I know you don't like it, but a show like Harley Quinn to me is genuinely funny. And it it works because it works as a comedy. Um, The problem with Modoc was they tried to do the exact same thing, but it just wasn't funny. Um, And if you, you know, if you, if you're doing a comedy, I don't forget. I'm saying if you're doing a comedy and you're not funny, well, you're sort of lost.
1: Yeah, well, the problem is, is you're doing a comedy, but you also kind of the difference between Modoc and Harley Quinn is people know who Harley Quinn is.
0: Yes, very true.
1: Yeah. Right? She, you know, like, she was popular from the the TV show, which led to her being brought into the comic books. You know, um, she's, she's in been movies. in the the movie, she's been in the video yeah. game, so yeah. she has you know a, a following, um, even in more mainstream you know, a uh, zeitgeist. She's mm. there, mm. maybe a peripheral, but people know of her. They know the character. No person like not in the comic book will knows who fucking MODOK is.
0: No, he's a, he's, you have to be a big Marvel fan. You, you, you,
1: you keep- know, and here's the thing you, you may have got people to tune in and go, that's very interesting looking, but yes, if the comedy is not there Yeah. to compensate for a, a, a unknown win, uh, like a, a, an unknown character. Mm. Then those people will switch off after like two episodes.
0: I agree. I definitely agree with you there, Rich. Um, yeah, it was a mistake, basically that that M-Doc show and Patton Oswald. Um, he 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 just he didn't have much to work with either. The script, it was boring. Uh, Michelle watched it. She's like, "No, thank you. No, thank you to this." Uh, now, Chris Pratt is tapped to voice Garfield in a new film. What do you think of this, Rich? Chris Pratt is Garfield. Uh, I
1: don't know. I I, I it's going to be tricky because I I mean I do like. It's Pratt um I think he's quite goofy and lovable but when I picture Garfield's voice I always think of Bill Murray um who voiced him in I think was it two or three movies something like
0: that I'm not sure how many um I just
1: I I just feel like well you you can understand Bill Murray playing Garfield you can you can picture it in your head yeah you know sarcastic dour um really annoyed by everything you know I, I Bill Murray can play that.
3: Mm, mm. I'm
1: not saying Chris Pratt can't. I'm just saying I've never seen him play that. He's always playing the goofy, lovable yeah. character. Yeah. So I'm just, I just, I can't see it or hear it. Like, I just can't. It's, you know, Garfield is almost like lethargic, you yeah, know. I, I, he has no energy. He hates Mondays, but loves lasagna. Like, I just can't, I just can't picture Chris Pratt. He just, I feel like he has too much energy for that.
0: Yeah, maybe Chris Pratt back in his Parks and Rec days, you know.
1: Now, even that he was still like hyper and goofy, and, um, goofy yeah. uh, and and just like over the top, like you know, he played the, the he played the lovable town idiot.
0: Yeah, it feels like a miscast <laughs> to me. Now, what about this? Keith David joined Stargirl season three as Mister Bones. I love Mister Bones. He's in I the G-
1: do, and I and I love Keith David, but yeah, again, this is one of those ones I don't hear it.
0: You you're not feeling it, Rich.
1: No, like Keith David's voice is, is is not the voice that I would have pictured for Bones. I would have I would have uh cuz D- Keith David has a big deep booming voice, mm. you know. I mean, he he plays Spawn um okay, in yeah. the animated. He does yeah. the voice of Spawn and all that. He's got a fucking deep deep voice and I just I've never pictured Bones, Mr. Bones with a deep voice. I've always pictured him with more of a um uh whispery voice, you know what I mean? Like a um Almost maybe barely audible voice or something like that. Now Keith David's a very good actor. He might he might play it in a different way. He might go for maybe a bit more raspy, softer. I don't mm-hmm. know. But when I think Keith David, I think of loud, boisterous, deep um, baritone. I, I know David, Adam
0: so. the Computer was pretty hot on it. I, I don't really know Keith David from Borough. So you say he what was he? He was the animated spawn, yeah? Is that yes. the role? Uh, and he was
1: also spawned in the in the um Mortal Kombat um game as well, uh when he was came in as the oh. DLC character. Yeah, okay. He all did right. the voice for that too. He did a good job there. Uh he was in um uh he was in that movie with Roddy Roddy Piper. Uh, they I live. A... They live. Yes, they live, that was it. Yeah, okay. He was in that. He was in the the thing with Kurt Russell. Um great movie. No, he's he's um he's done a a, a lot of work. He's done a few T V shows as well and all that, like He's got a, yeah, he's got a big voice, man. And I just, I, as I said, I just don't, but again, I'm thinking of, I, I'm thinking of what I've seen him in, but that doesn't mean that he couldn't play, as I said, maybe softer, because again, I just, I've always pictured Mr. Bones as being a bit more raspy. Okay, yeah, But again, that's just my imagination.
0: Yeah. Uh, Mr. Bones is cool though, dude. Like he's turned up in DC again recently. He, he's yeah. tur- he's turned up, you, you know, doing that in, in front- Frontier stuff and all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, because he's, like, always smoking. He was always smoking, so I always just pictured him as having, like, a more yeah. uh, pack-a-day, um, raspy voice that's, like, like he's been yelling all day.
0: Yeah. No, I hear you, man. I, I definitely understand that. it will be interesting to see. Now, reports suggest Eternals has been banned in Saudi Arabia and some of the, some of the Middle Eastern countries. Uh, likely due to it featuring the MCU's first openly gay superpowered character, Fastos. It appears Disney have opted not to censor scenes featuring the character and his family. Well, I say thank God, frankly, personally. I
1: don't think it's. I don't think it's just that. Only this is the first Marvel movie with a sex scene.
0: Okay. Well. Okay. That's on the And end it of the is world. obviously,
1: and, and it is a gay sex scene as well. So yeah. I mean, the uh, they probably yes. Uh, finally, they took a stand. But I'm just saying, I think <sighs> that's a huge factor in why the that's never going to play in those. Middle Eastern and and even probably some Asian um, regimes countries, yeah. Yeah. Well, is because there's no ways. I mean, if you had a quick kiss like in uh, the Star Wars movies between two lesbians, you could quickly cut that out for that market. But the this is a gay character that's like part of the movie, and they want to obviously establish his character, and they've in the way they've chosen to do it, they can't cut it out without looking um, really homophobic.
0: Yeah, man. it's it, it, finally, uh, though, fr- from sort of the perspective of the LGBTQ audience, finally, Disney, surprisingly, finding a backbone. Um, hang on, hang on, hang on.
1: Can, can I just say something? And I sure. know this is very cynical. Sure. But no, it's how the world has made me. <laughs> I believe, no, no, I believe <laughs> after getting the negative feedback. Right. Um, and knowing that this probably movie, this movie probably won't do well. And maybe just like a, like a, they'll have to write it off. They're like, you know what? Maybe we can use this to advantage. Oh, sure. Since it's a shit movie anyway. We'll, you know, we'll sell those countries. We're not changing it. We're not going to release it. And then we'll get some, at least something good out of this movie, which is good, good press. Oh, yeah. From definitely. obviously Western. There's definitely um, that. But that, that, that's my cynical. That's just me being super cynical.
0: Oh, I don't think, I, I think you're probably on the money. I mean, I definitely think that they offset whatever revenue they're going to lose in those markets with the PR spin of being seen to be forward thinking. I mean, I definitely think it's a factor um, for sure. The pink Well, because again,
1: they've they've made such a fuss about the, obviously the gay characters and there's like any fucking press junket I've seen. Jesus Christ. They might, you know, the amount of coverage that character gets. I just think to myself, they, they, they can't cut it because they've, Kind of put themselves in a corner. Who there. is this character? I'm going to Google this. It's been such a, a talking out. point in the movie. I've never heard of this huh? character.
0: I've never heard of this character in my life. Fastos. I'm, I'm I'm typing it in. Fastos Marvel. Let's let's have a look. Let's see what kind of character this is. Uh, Fastos. I'm pretty
1: sure he doesn't look like the comic character.
0: Yeah, but let's get a description of what's going on. Uh, he's a member of the Eternals, a genetically superior offshoot race of humanity who possess abilities such as levitation and immortality. He's often seen as a blacksmith and weapons maker of the Eternals. There we go. So, he's like the uh, what's that Greek god? Has Has or something? I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. Uh,
1: yeah, I think it's uh, um... Hespet. Oh shit, I...
0: Hespetius or something like. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but you, you know the guy I'm talking about who works down the forge all the time.
1: Yeah, um... he's, like,
0: he's like their version of that. You know. Uh...
1: Yeah, I'm gonna you know what, I swear to god. Uh it's gonna to come to me when I'm least expecting it. Because it it is a weird pronunciation. It's like yeah. uh uh Hephaestus. Hephaestus?
0: Hephaestius. I think that's Hephaestus. right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well anyway, so that's who it is. So he's the weapons guy. Look, uh, look, I I agree with you on the cynical aspect, but by the same token, I am glad they're standing up to some of these regimes like China and uh, Saudi Arabia and stuff. No, no, but
1: yeah, no, I'm glad. But as I said, I think it's also calculated and super, super. um, Well,
0: everything's calculated um, at that level. You know, every every movie release that's a big name movie release at that level, they are assessing the social media kind of positive spin on things. You know, everything they do, it's all driven. That's why it's so funny that that person was claiming it wasn't a decision driven by numbers. The whole fucking industry at that level is, is based on numbers. It's based on clicks. It's based on revenue. It's based on social media. Like, it, it all feeds in, you know, and a, a, a decision like this where they don't cut um, is, again, based on what, what positive spin will they get from this, they can frame the movie a certain way. If the movie underperforms, which it looks like it will, they can then at least get the positive out. They, you know, they can absorb a few dollars loss. Um, of course, you know, like it doesn't take a genius to work this stuff out. Um, yeah, pretty funny. But anyway, but I'm glad that Disney. Oh, I, I will
1: take that as a black handed uh, backhanded compliment. Thank you.
0: Oh no! I don't mean it as a backhand compliment. I, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you completely. No, but
1: the way you say it does take like a genius. Oh, sorry, enough, like I, you I, that you wasn't that. that
0: wasn't directed at you. Sorry.
1: No, I no, but I'm just saying I'll take it as a backhand compliment. Yeah, Thank sorry.
0: you. No worries. Now, uh, Chuck Dixon's Wheel of Time comic book adaptation is rapidly increasing in value with the Wheel of Time series about to hit screens. Um, Michael Kellershim reported to me that the they were in dollar bins for a long time, but The final issue, um, which covers all of book one, um, is retailing now for about $75 US. Um, So they've radically increased in value um, over the last um, couple of weeks.
1: Comics will, because that is actual comic book collectors and buyers. And it's not like novels. Like, as I said, like when something, like you you watch the Wheel of Time novels, they're going to have a massive um, uh, print. Oh, yeah but with comics that you can't really just go back and reprint.
0: But why not? That's what Michael comments. No, no, no. Why can't I can,
1: do no, it? No, no, you you can you can print it as a collection.
0: Yeah.
1: a, a trade, but you cannot you're not going to go and reprint the single issues is my point. I
0: oh, no. yeah. Agreed.
1: So my point is so now, those single issues now become valuable. They become collectors items because mm. now the show could be popular.
0: definitely and by the way
1: if some collector wants a a comic original comic based on that show that's going to go for a pretty penny novels they don't have that value you know what i mean there's not a for these type of books you know there's not a value on where the first printing or a 27th printing you know maybe in a 100 years first printing of something might be worthwhile but not not now for novels
0: i've just ordered the first six volumes of wheel of time um I've just ordered six volumes because because I lost my original ones. I had the original, like three or four. But yeah, I, I think,
1: I, I've I've got a friend who reads them, or he's he's busy reading it. But that's more because he's a uh, Brandon Sanderson fan. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, Brandon uh, Sanderson uh, Brandon the story? finished uh, yeah. finished the, the series.
0: I think he did the last three um, novels based off Robert Jordan's notes. Um, yeah, yeah.
1: So I know he's reading it because because I believe that uh, the reason Sanderson was picked is because they have a very similar
0: style. Yeah, style yeah they do and apparently he did a very good job most people are very very complimentary towards the majority of what he did and that would be tough to do to come in and and a beloved series like that with the creator was very ill and then passed away and, and having to take the reins and, and and actually pay the story off you know because that's the conclusion of the whole series that he was wrapping up um, that's yeah. a challenging assignment and I and I, and I gotta say, if you look at the Rob, the Robert Jordan fans, some of them pick little bits and pieces that he, that he might have done, you know, wrong. But but the majority of people say he did a pretty good job doing that, and that would be a tough job. I can appreciate that as a writer. That would be a tough gig, you know. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. No, and um, hey, look. Yeah. I, so I've ordered the first six, um, and yeah, the, these books will never go out of print as long as we're alive, Rich. I guarantee it. Um, they've stayed in print since the nineties. And with the movie come or the show coming out, I, I anticipate there's going to be a it's like Lord of the Rings, you know, they'll always stay in print. Well, actually,
1: what I would have told you before you bought them mm. is I would have waited till after the show
3: mm.
1: because they're probably going to come up with a nice little uh, collector's box of them.
0: Yeah, it's okay. I, I've got, they're, they're really marketing them in the box sets now. So I bought the first two box sets, which are the first six so yeah I'm not, I'm not they, sure. they did that
1: for obviously like the harry potters they did that for the yeah the the, the twilight they, they, they would release it in this in some of these really nice looking mm. uh boxes you know uh, as a collection and all that so i'll be okay so look look for that people if the if the show yeah. turns out to be very popular and there's a there's a and there's a bit of a demand for the novels just look mm. out for a nice little
0: uh, a box set collection. And by the way, that was part of spinning the wheel. Spin the black circle the space, the... that was this week Spinning the Wheel. You know? Spinning the wheel. Spinning the wheel. I I I've been playing that um Pearl Jam song, Spin the Black Circle. Spin the Black Circle. I might put that into the show. Just not even the full song, just <laughs> to be where he just to be where he yells at Spin the Black Circle. <laughs> We should we we should get a snippet for from a, a game show where they go. It's time to spin the wheel, dude. I was thinking this the other, last night. I was had Wheel of Time on, and as usual, I fell asleep with it on. And I was talking all about the dark one and the darkness. And for a while, I was like, "Man, my dreams." were... I was like, "Why are my dreams all about this darkness and all this shit going on?" And then I realised I had the actual thing on in my headphones.
1: <laughs> I was like, "That's
0: probably why you think you have raced memories because <laughs> you fall asleep listening to shit." I know. Now, <laughs> David Aja would like to be paid for Marvel's Hawkeye posters. Basically, these posters basically rip off completely his designs for the comic. And um, someone said, oh, come on, someone, they should be crediting uh, David Aja. And he said, forget about crediting. How about paying me? Um, because basically they're using his exact designs and then inter—you know putting in, uh, what's the guy's name, Jeremy Renner, and whoever the w- woman is who's playing... Um, uh you know the other hawk I the female and kate bishop and yeah I mean, fairly decent point i don't know why they can't chuck a couple of dollars to the artist um you know because like frankly he's designed it completely um, yeah but he doesn't own it i know richard but like in this day where a Brubaker baker main noise and like i'm not talking about no 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 hang balls. on hang
1: on look hang on mm. this could be a very good teaching moment mm. for for artists mm. just how writers mm can get royalties and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Maybe artists should look at doing um some sort of agreements that hey, if you use any of my covers, yeah, for anything, I get some sort of royalty check or anything because again, unfortunately, probably based on the deal that you signed or whatever. Mm. Uh yes, would it be nice if they did it? Yes. But unfortunately, mm. they're not obligated because they own the cover.
3: I know, but they, i they, They're technically yeah.
1: ripping themselves off or copying themselves because they own the cover. I know.
0: I, I'm just yes, hoping... Yes, I, I agree. Would it be yet.
1: nice? Yes, I agree. It would be nice. It would be very decent of them to do that.
0: Well, I'm hoping that, like, there's a bit of a groundswell towards the creatives getting uh, a back end now because of all these Yes, shows. but,
1: well, as I said, you can you cannot keep relying on their generosity. So, going forward, oh. I think artists should start signing... Better cover deals, you know. Even if because you know, some artists are pretty much just cover artists. Sure, you know a lot of the work they, they get is only for cover artists. Hey, start getting a deal. Start putting in a contract. If this move, if this poster gets used in a movie or a, you know, uh inspiration for a live action or something, I get a cut or I get a royalty or I get a I get a payout or something.
0: Yeah, Definitely, definitely. Uh Now, Image Comics staffers form a union. Uh, comic book workers united. Uh, the, apparently they are demanding better working conditions, but also the ability to cancel publications that do not do not align with their moral values. That's interesting. Yes, That's interesting. so. I looked
1: into this. You, are you So I, I noticed that you put this in the news already mm. um, about them wanting to form a union. And so I actually went diving and I looked at their list of demands. Right. Um, and right down there, the very last one, which I think was number seven, so it's maybe a... number eight, I can't remember now. They uh-huh. basically said yeah. they want to be able to stop any other person in that union's ability to produce or publish their book if they don't like the subject matter.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's in their goals. That feels like, yeah, that I'm sure that.
1: Well, can I be honest with you? When I read that, it felt like a list of demands yeah. from like, uh terrorists or or hostage takers like it didn't come across like it's it's a negotiation it came across like 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 demands no no, no room for negotiation these are the demands take it or leave it
0: did you know one of the guys signing it? he's the he's the publicist who gives us our image digital copies um so I won't actually name him, just in case it's. I mean, I'm not sure if it's secret, but yeah, he's. He, I did recognise his name, I was like, "Oh, I know him. He's. <laughs> he gives us our. Um, yeah. He gives Look, us our. I'd be honest. Colors.
1: Some of the stuff they're asking for is reasonable, yeah, and some of the stuff is not. Mm. Like, but again, that's gonna maybe. Uh, you better be. Willing to negotiate and move and all that, because as I said, you can't just make a list of demands and have a company go, "Yep, we agreed to." Well, that's all part of the union process too. Like, I mean, that's all. But I'm just saying, the 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 one that stuck out to me the most, Mm. which I just felt like, why would that even be in there as a demand? Is that image is not the same as DC, right? Like, you own your shit. Yeah. So the union should not be able to tell you what you can publish or what you can't publish. That I can't. If that's the union's goal. Mm. Then I'm against it. Sure. If the union's goal is to obviously, yeah, we want better conditions, but we also want to be able to stop the people we don't like
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. from publishing their book. Then this union can can crawl off and die because I don't care if the other six issues are good. <laughs> if you're trying to give yourself the ability, mm. because that can be used for for bad. Like you sure. could just decide you don't like that guy. Yeah, you don't like his politics. You don't like his worldview, and so you're gonna you're gonna stop him from publishing his book. Well, especially these days too. Like that's
0: all you know. That, that... Yeah.
1: So that's what I said. Like, I'm sorry. That's a deal breaker for me. If that is like, if that's like, nope, that has to be part of the union. Then I was like, if I was the business owner, I'd be like, no, nah, I'm sorry. I, that's that's a deal breaker. Sorry. I'll... I
0: did have a brief look at it. I didn't pick that up. But um, I had a brief it's, little... It's the very last. It's the down yeah. one at the bottom. It's a lot like, of it was easy. like they it's want clarification on their roles. They wanted more staff. It's You know, they sounded like they were doing the we're, we're overworked kind of thing, you know?
1: Yeah, that's what I said. I there's, there's quite a few things in there. I completely agree with them.
0: Mm. I, I'm like, yes, that sounds
1: reasonable. That sounds mm. um, yeah. uh, like an you know an, a, a, a reasonable request. But when it got to the last part, right down there at the bottom, where they said, and we want the ability to stop people from publishing books if we don't like the content, then I was like, oh, you've
0: lost me. Yeah, but don't forget as well that, that union uh, negotiations, it is political. So you go to a negotiation with certain elements that you're prepared to lose in the negotiation to give to get a result.
1: Yes. Well, I'm hoping they're willing to give up on that because if they're not... That's a deal that, as I said, for me, that is an absolute deal breaker.
0: Well, that would be a deal breaker to a lot of creatives, you know, who feel like they don't want to be lectured to and told what they can and can't put in their comics. That's half the reason Look, they're going to Image, you well, know? well,
1: that's my point. Like, yes, if you were looking at joining that union, if you got to that part and they said, well, hang on a second, they like me now. Yeah. But what if I put something in my book they don't like? Are they going to cancel my book? Do they, I'm giving them the power to basically say, we didn't like what you said in that in yeah. that issue or something like that, so we're cancelling your book.
0: And we like, have seen some absurd allegations at times when you have bad guys, and they're like, oh, the bad guy's too bad. And it's like, he's a bad guy. Yeah. That's the fucking point.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, he's saying mean things. He's being racist. And
0: you're like, yes, he's a bad guy. Yeah, like, I hate that as well. Like I'm reading Scalped, a, a, a Vertigo series I absolutely love, and the majority of characters in Scalped, if not all are in some way reprehensible. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's an ugly world. Um, and, but strangely, part of the beauty of the book. It's a very broken, brutal, dark, moody book. If you wanted to go through and pc it all, you would lose all the charm and brilliance in Scalped. You know what I'm saying? I'm just using it as an example. It's why I'm against this this whole wave of, like, it's got to be squeaky clean. It's like, why? Why does it have to be? You know, because because you can't handle it. Well, don't read it. You know.
1: Um, no, I get. I, I yeah, I agree. As I said, like, um, yeah, I I, I, I said I can't. I would not back them if that was a, um,
0: a must stay A core plank bond. promise, I, I, I as the probably. politicians say. Oh, that was a core campaign promise. The plank of our strategy yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, well. Okay, now we get to shopping with the gang. So the first thing up I'm very excited by, Adam the Computer, I thank you for bringing this up today, Catwoman by Ed Brubaker, Omnibus, solicited uh, for early next year. Now, you know, Rich, how long have I talked about the Catwoman Ed Brubaker run? It's one of my, probably my all-time favourite running comics. And um, Oh, too much. Oh, I absolutely love it. Um, so Catwoman of the East End, I think it's called. And it also covers some Darwin Cook because Darwin Cook and Ed Brubaker did some work together, and Darwin Cook did a his own little sort of uh, OGN, I guess it was um, Selena's big score, I think it was, and then it, it has all of Ed Brubaker's run. So that's the first thing that's coming out next, early next year, uh, next week, Thor by Jason Aaron, the complete collection volume four comes out. I'm not sure how far along the chain that is in his run. Then we had Kill Crave in the epic collection, Warrior of the Worlds. Are you familiar with Kill Raven, Rich, at all? I am right, I have. I love uh,
1: the Alan Davies run on Kill Raven.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Who, yeah, yeah. who, who was the run, did you say? Oh, I missed the name, sorry. Alan Davies? Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. The, the famous artist, yeah. Yes, well, artist slash writer, yeah. Okay, cool. Was he the guy who did the nail? JLA, the nail. Yes, yeah,
3: that...
0: that is correct. He did burial very...
1: He did Captain Britain. He did Excalibur, the original Excalibur when uh, when that first launched, which was Captain Britain. Right. Morgan, like, Dyke, like um, Fant-
0: Fantastic artist, basically. You know.
1: Oh, wonderful artists. and yeah, I I, love, I, I very much enjoy Kill Raider. Yeah, cool. It's basically, if I remember correctly, it's all, it's like War of the Worlds. Mm-hmm. It's like those same aliens.
3: Okay. Like cool. if
1: they had conquered the world kind of thing. Like I don't know if like I don't think it's set in that world, but like it uses that as like a I think inspiration because the 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 bipedal sort of um uh alien like ships and all that is very similar to the War of the Worlds. Cool. That's no, not bipedal, that two like, whatever. The, the, the tripods
0: wanted, or whatever. Um
1: ships, yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah. Ben, well that sounds pretty fucking sweet. But I don't so
1: think it's it- but it- it's basically Conan after a, a, an alien invasion, and you
0: know the world's kind of gone back medieval in a sense. Like, but I don't think that it's um that stuff, Rich. I think it's earlier than that. I think it's like the no, set, no, the no. But I'm it. just
1: saying, I I do like Kilraven the character.
0: Well, maybe you'll pick up. It's Kill... Alan Davies who got me into it. Should I put Kilraven Epic Collection under your Christmas tree, Rich, as my gift? Is that what you'd like? <laughs> Hey, I, you know, I just send us signals. You do. Yeah. Way. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I just drop, I just drop heavy, heavy hints, Dave. That's all I do. You know, <laughs> like... mate, uh,
1: I tell you what, putting stuff under your Christmas tree, just, I just got to sometimes just make a list and throw a dot.
0: <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Finally, we had called the destroyer, the original Marvel years omnibus. Um, Obviously, Cull is uh, another Robert E. Howard creation. I've already got Cull, the savage sort of Cull, or the the, the savage Cull, which was the black and white stuff, which included Chuck Dixon's run. Uh, this, I think, was colour comics that they did of Cull as well, much like they did with Conan. They had the the colour Conan comics and then the black and whites. So yeah, Cull the Destroyer. Um, well, yeah, I might not say no to this. You know, this sounds like it might have Davy's name written all over it. Um, I might ask from this, from a. we well, add it to the list. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to actually be good. And um, what do you say? I'm, I'm, I've actually been clearing out some trades. I, I, actually, I gave Tasha a selection of trades. Um, I did offer to you, but you don't want the transfer to Polonium. But but I, but I, I have clear a bit of space. But that's really just so I can fill it up with other things, you know. Um, well,
1: that's for your double dipping.
0: Yeah, for my double dipping, that's going on. All right. Um, now, we do have an interesting thing uh, coming up before Weekly Comics. Uh, I had a little discussion with Ray this week, and we're doing a little jump shot. So I just want to introduce Ray for jump shots. Hello, and welcome to Signal of Doom. It's a return of jump shots. And uh, we've got Ray, a god of the game on the line. Ray, how are
2: you going? Yeah, yeah good, Dave. Always fun to jump on. Oh, yeah. Um, always, fun to ha- always fun to have a good chat.
0: Well, Ray, indeed, and you said to me last night you're making some moves in the collecting market, which <laughs> impressed me. And what's the character that you're saying getting hot right now? Is it Black Adam?
2: Um, yeah, I I believe it's uh, the appearances of the upcoming Doctor Fate and right. Hawkman oh. from the Black, the Black Adam movie. So, oh, uh, right. Pierce... Yeah, Pierce Brosnan is Doctor Fate. I can't remember the gentleman's name for Hawkman, but they're both going to make their debuts. Uh, big, yeah, you know, big scale movie. Um, so oh. uh, that's got a lot of speculators or uh, comic book chasers. I'm know? quite
0: excited for their appearances actually in the movie. I think that that's two pretty cool cool selections.
2: Mm, yeah, well, me too. Uh, absolutely, I, I'm looking forward to. I've, I, I, I've, I proudly admit I'm a, a new convert of. Uh, a Doctor Fate fan. Well, what about um, Hawkman?
0: You know from Signal, Hawkman. I like to keep track of him. He's one of my favorites. Oh yeah,
2: me too. Me too. They are apparently, um, yeah, both of them are actually, uh, right in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing both of them there. So I've been, I came across, um, you know, uh, I can't remember where a forum where they were talking about uh, comics to get, you know, before snap them up before you know they really shoot up in price. Yes. So yes. So that, that kind of led me to to get the uh, the JSA number one. Um, it's a recent one, I think. The I James, think it's Robinson. James Robinson?
0: Yeah, it's from the early 2000s. Um, it's the title yeah. that Jeff uh, Johns then took over after the first arc, basically. Right. Uh, the, first, yeah, well, the, I... the first bit was Robinson and David Goyer, I believe.
2: Okay, co-writer. okay.
0: Hmm.
2: Well, very excited for it because not only, I mean, JSA, they include those two characters in there, but um, just my recent... I guess curiosity into the likes of uh, the Spectre yeah. um, as well. Uh, the JSA seems to be tailor made for, for Ray, you know, for, for DC. Oh, well, so.
0: I would say um, the Jeff Johns run is excellent and it's quite long okay. too. So, like that whole James Robinson into Jeff Johns and Jeff Johns does it for ages, that's a really good run. Uh, but nice. I'm more interested in the capitalist aspect of this. So, because yes. I said to Michelle, I said, what if I just came home with 500 copies and just plonked them down and said, this cost me 1,500, <laughs> I'm trying to turn it into 20K. Um, and she said, banned, no way. But I said, these are the moves Ray's making, you know. Um, are you, so what are you hoping, Ray? Like you bought it, what did you say? You spend about three bucks? Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. Look, I'm... I'm um, I think I'm more of a bargain chaser than um, a, you know, an investor. Uh, right. I like the idea of something appreciating in value. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and and getting it though for a uh, dirt cheap, you know. So, um, I I can't say I, I flourish, you know, a lot of coin in in yeah. buying issues. Um, but when a opportunity presents itself, yeah. uh, I'll i definitely give it a, a good go. What are you right? hoping um, to turn around but,
0: into? Is it is it likely to go up towards twenty bucks or or more or
2: what? Well, um, I've been following like a price guide as well. And bear in mind, Mm. um, these price guides base it on a 9.8 grade and a slabbed grade. So obviously it's going to be way more. The best of the best condition that is, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So if you have something bagged and bored and and, and it's in a good condition, it will still fetch you for something, but um, it won't fetch you, you know, the prices that if it was slabbed. Um, Yeah, look, it could well go. I'm assuming it will go beyond 20 Twenty bucks if it's I haven't read the issue. So again, this is what I've just you know Who cares about the issue, man? All you care about is the value, dude. This is what it is. (laughs) This is it's a commodity like any other. This is this is this is buy low sell high. I like it. I mean, well, this is a thing, like also as well, um so a lot of uh comic book fans who who do look try who do try to capitalize, Mm -hmm. they do Try to look for characters that may find their way onto the big screen, and, and that's yeah. a base, the basically the big drive for um, how comic book values kind of go up um, in more recent times. So, oh. so for instance, I had to check uh, my Spider Gwen. Um, it was Edge of Spider Verse. Oh, I yeah. think it was issue two,
0: yeah. and that
2: introduced the Spider Gwen. That fetches for about uh, twelve fifty. Right. Um, so U.S. You know, or Australian? U.S. So right, okay. you. Spend seven bucks, Aussie, and um, okay. and mine's in pretty good nick as well. Like you know, if I slab it, if I do you have a do you have someone over there in the states who
0: can do you have a contact over there who can store your purchases and stuff like that so you can trade over there, you know, like a safe no. house almost. That's
2: what you need. No, I don't. But that that sounds good. You need you'd some need, sort of you need a contact
0: man so that you can operate in that market on, on <laughs> that on that economy. If you get, exactly. I
2: mean, for yeah. you know, for non-Aussie listeners. Um, on your show, David, it, it is pretty hard for Australians to, because there aren't that many, um, services that provide slabbing, you know, right. um, I know Connor, um, you know, my co-host on last time was a Krypton yeah. and friend of the show.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, uh, he has a contact over in Brisbane that, uh, you can, you can send your comics to, um, and they'll, they'll kind of send it over to the U S and get slabbed and such. Um, that'd
0: be expensive co- though, wouldn't it? How expensive is that?
2: It would be, yeah. I think it ranges, I mean, you're talking about 60 to 70 bucks to do it, and then, then plus postage. But then there's also, like, insurance as well because, um, you know, imagine if your comic gets bashed around in the post and, and Which makes happens, its way. man. To- we, we know that happens. Like, yeah. I've never slapped yeah.
0: anything. Um, I mean, primarily because so many years ago I switched to trades and hardcovers. But, yeah. um, but even when I used to buy heaps of monthlies for ages, I never used to. I, I, I used to put them in boxes. Okay. Um, yep. but I never th- thought long game back in those days. I was week to week. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was week to week performer. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I exactly. wasn't
0: thinking long game. Like, but God bless these guys who, and gals who do, who back in the seventies got like the first appearance of Punisher. Cause this is what I wanted to mention to you. Yeah. Something like first appearance of Punisher and Amazing Spider-Man, obviously first appearance mm-hmm. of Wolverine, first appearance of Venom, I imagine would be pretty
2: good, wouldn't it? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Venom, Venom's up there. Um, even like the 90s yielded plenty of good things as well, Dave. Our first appearance of Carnage goes for a, wow. a mint. Wow. Um, also first appearance of Gambit as well. Uh, oh, yeah. Issue 267 I'm going to just throw out there. And do you have these? Um, Uh, Have these things that you? Oh, I do have these. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Also, uh, the first issue—it was a fall cover. Uh, You might have it, Dave, if you still have some of them. Uh, Venom, the Lethal Protector—that is going for um quite a a lot of big bucks. I've
0: got the three Venom Omnibuses. (laughs) Yes. I'm more of a collector than I am a speculator. Although I reckon that on my shelves, I would have trades that would be worth a lot
2: because I've just kept them. You know. Well, that's the thing as well. There's actually a, a little bit of um, money to be made on trades as well because yeah. they actually go out of print. Uh, so yeah. if you, you you get the diehard collectors who want the first printing of say right. I don't know to say the House of M or something, yeah. uh, which has been reprinted many times, um, they fetch for a bit as well. So and even things print- like say say just to pick a
0: series at random, DC's yeah. Hitman, popular series by Garth Ennis, but the trades have been out of
2: print for 20 years you could sell that i mean it's as much as like a value or something is only as much as someone's willing to pay for it and if there are big fans of that they will they will pay quite a bit because it's out of print so
0: yeah man it's cool yeah um like so when you talk about like your first appearance of gambit which is pretty cool in in um, Mm -hmm. x-men was that around the time of when there was baby
2: storm and all that stuff was that exactly exactly Um, they went through the siege perilous and storm came out as a a child yes again a street urchin and and that's where you get gambit's kind of first appearance and that's
0: before it's revealed that he betrayed them earlier isn't it like oh oh yeah yeah way before that yeah Yeah. so okay so say you've got that in reasonably good condition on your shelf at home like how much if you threw that open to the market on ebay do you would you speculate it would be worth
2: what? Um, just raw, like just, yeah, not slabbed and stuff. Well,
0: whatever condition you've got it in, I don't know what you've got it in, but, um.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, my, I, I reckon mine's, I, I, you know, I'm no professional grader, but I reckon it's up there with like maybe nine at least. Okay. Um, and, and bagged and boarded, um, you know, you, you'd be able to fetch, oh, I'd say a couple of hundred. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Looking and, uh, good, Ray. Right. So models... this is what you're hoping
0: to, you're hoping to turn around this, uh. <laughs> And I've got something else, well, you know how like comic book sales, like despite what the fucking is trying to tell you, are pretty dismal. When I look at the, yeah. when I look <laughs> at the, when I look at Comic cron and I see numbers where most titles aren't even hitting fifty k, you know, like mm-hmm. some are, but but a, a lot aren't. I see a lot in the twenty to forty k range. So that tells yep. me now. This is just my speculation. That tells me that they're not selling in great numbers. Hence, they wouldn't be printing in much bigger numbers than that. Like if there's not. Mm-hmm. You know, so wouldn't that also breed back in a bit of scarcity? You know, absolutely. potentially, absolutely,
2: yeah. absolutely, yeah, That's yeah, well for sure. Thinking. I mean, you're, you're seeing it already uh, in more recent times as well. I mean, because of course we we've got like they did back in the day, of course as well, first, second, third printings. Yes. So, um, yeah, I mean, the the first printings do become scarce, and, and those units do become. A lot scarcer. So that's why uh,
0: when, like, um, you know, you remember Punchline when she got introduced in Batman, mm-hmm. there's a kind of yep. rush by people there because they know that likelihood is that one day Punchline yep. will
2: turn up in a TV show or a movie. You know. Yep. Yep. And and that'd be rightly so. And the the big difference is that um, back in the '90s with the the rock stars that were like Jim Lee and Rob yeah. Liefeld and stuff, they shifted massive units. We're talking Todd McFarlane. They shifted yeah. units in the in the millions. Which is um, crazy, so yeah. that's why, you know, everyone jumped on board, and that's, myself included. You know, buying five, yeah. ten copies or whatever, right. hoping that that will pay the mortgage. But <laughs> the fact was that they printed so much of them yeah, that it yeah. actually just devalued the the comic. What um, about
0: if you had that? Batman Damned One, the one where you see Batman's dick, and yeah. and remember that people, well, I don't know who, but someone got really offended and they ended up kind of getting pulled and deleted. If you had that original. Yes, You know, um, what would that be worth? Like, is that going to be worth I, a couple of hundred or?
2: I know that that is sought after. Yeah, yeah it is. I reckon it would be um, because the print run would be low. And that was, there was a lot of talk about that. And, and yeah. of course, Batman being Batman and, and the nature of what was revealed in Damned. Uh, yeah, but i got to be honest. I looked at the issue and I was like, this isn't like that explicit at all. Like,
0: it's still okay. more suggestive <laughs> than anything else. You know what I mean? Like, I was kind of like... Yeah. Uh, like uh, I, I was, I was thinking, "Wow, if they really gone like all the way with Batman?" I'm kind of, you yeah. know, yeah, I'm kind of intrigued. And then I was like, "Oh no, it's all shadows," you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, see,
2: the the difference between that though, and like say punchline that you're saying, yeah. is that there's nowhere else for that for that to go. You know, um, the whole, the cat's the gimmick for that is that you see his dick, right? Yes. Um, whereas Punchline, there's that opportunity, like she may become, she may come onto the, the big screen. Yeah. She may be a phenomenon It may spin off stuff, which in which case down the line her issue will will skyrocket. So Spider-Gwen
0: um, um, was in, uh, what was it, Into the Spider-Verse, yeah? But she, uh, the, yeah. But she hasn't been in live action. She's been in the cartoons a lot. Um. Uh, yeah yeah so how much would she be her like what if you've got like regular issues say i've got the first you know when spider gwen started with spider gwen one or whatever um are they worth money as well or is it just the very
2: first appearance um i think i think so but uh it wouldn't be as much as say the first appearance so a lot of the comics obviously they go for like key moments Uh um in the thing. And so issue one, yeah, for sure. I think would fetch for quite a bit, but definitely something big or a big change in the character, um, or yeah, or the absolute first appearance or a death of someone, um, that will definitely yield a lot more value. Um, but yeah, it all depends. Cause like, again, I I flick through like the collection that I have on a database, um, which is in association with this pricing guide. And, um, yeah, I mean, there are some, I mean, variants as well. Um, because they have very short runs. Um, Do you they, buy variant
0: covers, right? Do you? Because I know that that's a big
2: part of the industry now, isn't it? Again, I, I only look. I'm not. Uh, no, only for Moon Knight, basically. Sure, um, sure. Well, I don't really character. go for any others. Um, but again, like uh, one of the ones that I saw, um, I managed to get. It was uh, for one of the early issues, the Max Bemis run, which was a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going for five hundred bucks now. That was the so, one that you guys turned up in. It no. Do you <laughs> no, remember when one. you guys turned up in something in Moon Knight at yeah, some point? Moon Knight two hundred, yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but how, no, much is that that that... Rey, how much does that fetch? The first appearance of Ray, how much does that fetch? Well, you know, who, who knows if if I become a Hollywood star, then it will. <laughs> it will that go was the was bizarre. that the crowning moment for you? Because I got to be honest, if they put
0: me in a Punisher comic, oh, I could almost die happy. Like, you know, was that that's is that like, a crowning moment in your kind of career?
2: So far, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the only little slight, and um, and and uh, you know, I can't blame anyone for it. Is that they misspelt my my name? So, All right. Um, so it's R E I on the um on All the comic, right? right. But it's it's definitely myself with Rebecca and Connor who were the uh, other original. Yeah, yeah, I remember uh, it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, also, I think so, that's really cool though. Like, I mean, yeah, okay, yeah. they got the name wrong, but still, I saw it. You guys
0: were standing, you know, kind of yeah. very, very visible. Um, yeah, and you were in yeah. sort of costumes. What, what, weren't you matching costumes or yes. something?
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and I think actually, um, the artist Paul Davidson, mm. I think he realised. Uh, I don't know. I think I may have comment. Well, there might have been some comments on online when that first came out. Right. Uh, and so he actually got in touch with me, and he um, he offered a like a free um artwork commission so oh. i got i managed to get uh, a free artwork from paul davidson who, who really drew nice. yeah yeah i think I, uh, he didn't say it but i i am assuming that he's offered that because he said oh crap i got your name wrong i'm sorry oh, but so uh well. yeah, it's really good
0: yeah no, that was awesome and who was the writer in that in that one
2: uh that was max bemis yeah max so bemis.
0: yeah I, I remember that um Happening, so yes, fascinating stuff, Ray. So, do you ever buy in bulk? Like, I imagine some of these, for, let's just say Punchline, because she's a you know she's a recent uh-huh. person, or Harper Row was another one. Um, yep. Some collectors would would buy like ten or twenty of these, would, not they hoping for that inevitable yeah. day where Harper Row turns up in a Batman show or Punchline turns up in a movie with Joker, and they could yes. flip it. Yeah,
2: yeah, they, they do. I mean, look, I'm I'm not of that ilk. I'm not that serious um, right. when it comes to. To it, Look, I've, I've been burnt as well, like as oh, yeah. mentioned. What's um, happened? The Jim Lee, yeah, the Jim Lee, x Man and Spider-Man. And, and I remember actually when <laughs> Cage came out uh, in the 90s. Who? Um, Cage. There was a Cage series. Luke oh, Cage. right, Luke Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We um, got really excited. I think I was telling all my friends to go get it, and so we all bought multiple copies. And that still, still goes for $3.50 today. So,
0: so, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I've heard. So I'll tell you a funny story. So you know Wheel of Time. Um, Uh the upcoming fantasy series, yeah? Yeah. Um, And it's based on the Robert Jordan books. Well, um, we've got a new segment on the show called uh, Spinning the Wheel. Um, Uh So this is in Jump Shots, a bit of Spinning the Wheel uh, talk. So basically they've got the new TV show coming out, and Chuck Dixon, um, and I want to say his name's Cameron Chase, they did a full comic adaptation of the first book. It was about 36 Uh issues, and it was the entire first book, Eye of the World, now, wow. um and the intention was at the time for the owners of the property who bought, you know, bought the rights to mm. do the whole series of books, but they didn't. They stopped at book one. Now, the comics well regarded, but it's for, it was done ten years ago, and it's it's kind of been worth a dollar. It's been in dollar bins ever since. You mm. know what I mean? Because it's like okay, this is just one comic for book, but now with yeah. the show, apparently it's it's getting up towards a hundred dollar mark for for issue. Yeah. Well, so, there, there you
2: go—the power of um of the celluloid, of, of TV or film.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, and, and weirdly, that, dynamite. Weirdly dynamite aren't republishing it, which is crazy. Um, oh, but maybe I maybe see, they don't surely have to that surely that would soon. Surely
2: that you would. You would think
0: so. I mean, the the show's about to come out. You would think with this show that, that it's so expensive that it's at least going to go a couple of seasons just to try to make some money back.
2: Um, which platform is it on?
0: Like, it's going to be on Amazon Prime.
2: Okay, yeah, so yeah, right. Yeah,
0: Yeah. no, it's 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 I'm really looking forward to it. I think the first episode is about November 19. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, no, but uh, I'm just using that as an example. That's a book that came out, it's languished in dollar bins for a decade, you know what I mean? Because Mm it 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 sold to whatever fans, hardcore fans there were at the time, but then because they didn't follow through, the 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 owners of the of the rights didn't follow through and do the rest. It's like, okay, well, that's just one book. But now it's yep. really gone crazy, and I think Michael Kellishan was saying it's just seventy-five to hundred bucks for the finale. Now you can get the wow. US.
2: Yeah, look, not not um, not surprised at all with that. I mean, again, um, similarly. Um, so I, I do a like a Spider Woman podcast as well. Yeah, I've noticed in recent times as well because there's a speculation. And I mean, this is different because Wheels of Time. It's been confirmed as a TV show. Yeah. Um. There's been speculation that Olivia Wilde will be doing a Spider-Woman movie for Sony. Right. Um, now, I've... I've, um... Is she playing it? As well no, no, she's directing it. I was yeah. going to say, I wouldn't but, mind seeing um... her in
0: a in a kind of costume, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we'll you know, have to say that yeah. in 2021, Ray, still? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we can. If she got in the um... leathers, I wouldn't be
2: complaining, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I... <laughs> um... But the point—the point was that, yeah. like uh, those those back issues of Volume One, were going for cheap. But now, all of a sudden, you see them—they're they're kind of ranging from twenty to to thirty dollars for an right. issue. Let alone issue. Is this the issue Dennis 1.
0: Hopeless or? Sorry, is this the Dennis Hopeless run?
2: No, no. This is the original 1970s. Well, that's what I was um, ask you.
0: Okay, because yeah. where did she start? Like back in the day, like was it in Avengers or what was it in? Did you, she,
2: she started uh, Marvel Spotlight number 32. I'm gonna say. Um, right. And does your uh, co-host she... have
0: these issues, or, or do you have these issues? if you tracked them down previously?
2: I, I don't, I've got I've re, got reprints of it. I'm I'm chasing all these issues. Um, right. so I've been building my Spider Woman collection wow. um but yeah no the number one uh, issue issue one uh i think by marv wolfman um from 1970 i'm gonna say 78 is marv wolfman getting
0: out of five out of ten because for me he's missed a 5.5 out of 10 so many times <laughs> marv wolfman to what? me one of the i know he's an old schooler i know he's very very prolific but i i find he often doesn't get out of third gear you know out of second gear yeah
2: right yeah yeah no fair enough fair enough um but yeah, that, that issue one, and, and, but her actual absolute first appearance in Marvel Spotlight. How much did um, that, that go games? for? Oh, well, issue one can go anything up to 500 at the moment, so right. I'm assuming that one's probably a bit more. Right, uh, yeah. So
0: if it makes it into a film, because that's when, you know, your, the, the, the real people find, you know, the sort of mainstream audience find out about it, although she has been floating around for a long time. Um, she has,
2: but she's yeah. never like she had a T she had a cartoon back in the seventies or eighties. Yeah, um yeah, yeah. but she's been vastly overshadowed by Spider Gwen and Silk and all that. Oh, so yeah, yeah. She's been totally missed out. Um but if she does get this film, uh it will really put her on the on the map. Um, Bendis and again, Bendis
0: yeah. did a good effort in in kind of
2: he, I loved I love Bendis's one there. I mean, look, you know, we always give Bendis some some slack, but he has some great runs. I put his Spider Woman run up there with um you know, not as good as, but, like, up there with Daredevil and Jessica Jones well, and Ultimate he Spider-Man. Was,
0: he used her very well in, like, uh, his new Avengers from memory, didn't he?
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, he he has a handle on the character. He, I mean, that was the whole reason, I guess, the, the birth of Jessica Jones. He... He wanted to actually do another series, um, right. but have Jessica Drew as a detective. Right. And then Marvel, Marvel said, no, you can't do that. So he made he, he created Jessica Jones. So wow. he really loves the character. Um, wow, Bendy.
0: Um, Bendy back when he could actually write decent comics, you know. <laughs> yeah. not, no, not Bendy now all burnt out and, you know, uh, giving yeah, his fucking these... Naomi, shoving that down our throats. A little it,
2: bit on fumes. He's the a bit the on world
0: fumes, gagging, yeah. he's just, you will like Naomi, you will like it. It's like, no, we, we hate it.
2: <laughs> well speaking of naomi as well like i think her comics are going up because she's yeah. got that tv series i know out. it's
0: pathetic isn't it like that's to me that's just corporate back scratching giving naomi this piece of shit character uh she's got a tv show she's barely got a comic book presence you know
2: yeah i mean that's the thing she hasn't been around for that long has she so
0: oh, and you know it's not like she's been that great either Ray, can i say that as well like but yeah, that's just uh, a bit of nepotism, I think, almost you know, a bit of favoritism. Yeah, but we'll see yeah. what happens. But but regardless, um, because Michelle said to me before I before I called you up on this, she said you're not getting involved in this game. And if I was in, <laughs> if I was in the states, I would because I think in the states there's a lot more access to stuff cheaper, and yeah, I, I, oh, absolutely, and a absolutely. lot more buyers. You know, the, the market's a lot bigger here in Australia. I would imagine your shipping costs would wipe out, you know, a big chunk of the profit margin on on stuff. Yep.
2: Um, yes. So, so a big uh, a big recommendation then for any budding Australian listeners that might be wanting to tap into this game, mm. um, the the best uh, eBay is obviously, of course, if if you find it really hard to find something, then. You, you know, check out eBay, yeah. but um, I've been having a lot of success in um either Gumtree or the uh, Facebook actually also has a lot of mark um sorry Facebook also has a lot of comic book groups yeah. that that do sell you know or trade with each other all the members yeah. um and that's where you get the really cool deals like there are some, a couple of really big hitters in those groups and they I think that's part of their profession they just yeah. sell mm-hmm. via marketplace um and cool. some of them y- you get auctions um. You know, starting bids and stuff, or you can buy now, uh, buy it now sales. Uh, but a lot of them start for cheap. So similar, like with that JSA issue yeah. that we were talking about at the outset, yeah. um, three bucks. Uh, it, it went largely unnoticed because uh, there's a time limit to the auction, and um, it's it's not really advertised that JSA JSA was part of that auction. Yeah. So you really have to sift through. And, and I like I'll do this. Bit
0: of hunger, man. Bit of hunger. Is it you got coming it from Australia? Is it coming from Australia where you, when you got it?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. These okay. these are big hitters. I'm, I'm I'm talking about in Australia. So they have a vast collection. Wow. Um, it could range from they're, they're basically selling deceased estate stuff or sure. or they basically are just collectors themselves and they buy a lot and then they just sell it. I don't know how they like, how it works, because, like, you can get away with some really good sales there. Cool. Um, but, right. yeah, it must be something that I'd love well, to that's do. Good, that's good to know, man,
0: and, I mean, I, I yeah. still want to get... This is this uh, this is this is a, a crying shame. Punisher number one of the Mike Barron run I don't have. I have the complete Mike Barron run, and, and I have the complete Punisher run. A complete Punisher War Zone, complete Punisher War Journal runs, uh-huh. uh, all of that, but I don't have Punisher number one. Now, I do own it in... Fuck, in omnibus form and yes, epic collection yes. form and another form so i'm okay mm-hmm. but i would like to get my hands on that single just so i can put it in my box just as a personal note but oh. i would like to get my hit the hitman trades um they've been okay out of, they've been out of print for so long that i'm just hoping that that dc will just end up reprinting them you know like it feels but like you mean, garth ennis yeah. is a pretty big name
2: you know? Yeah, absolutely. But then again, like as I say, and I would recommend like hitting those um, Facebook groups because yeah. you really never know what you'll find. And these people keep, you know, depending on the sellers, they keep things in very good nick um, right. and they actually know how to package stuff to send to you. So, okay. um, you know, you know, you're not going to get your stuff. Well, this Damaged has been very in informative.
0: This has been very informative, Ray. And um, maybe we should use Ray more as a bit of an expert consultant because you're a busy guy. How many shows you got running now, Ray? Six, seven, eight? Like, how many? No, no.
2: I just, got, I just got four, so. Four. That's yeah. a lot,
0: though. Like,
2: yeah. and. You've got a fair few as well.
0: Yeah, but I have a lot of spin-offs that, that we just do at my leisure. Obviously, Signal is weekly. Yeah. The weekly machine that is Signal. How often is, um how, how is Into the Night going? How many episodes Yeah, go. Now?
2: Going well, approaching our 250th, wow. uh, so we come out twice a week. Um, Do you really? Uh, twice? Yeah, yeah, Jesus. top of the week and towards the end of the week. So the the, the first episode... <laughs> How much Moon Knight uses there in a week, Ray, really? Like, you need to be <laughs> twice a week. Like, so,
0: Is there so much Moon Knight content at the moment?
2: No, no, look, the, the news comes when it comes, but yeah. um, we have something called the Idol Chat at the beginning of the week, and it's based on, it's just, you know, fans of Moon Knight and stuff just talking about whatever we can come up with, like sure. topic based on Moon Knight. So, like um, so that's a lot of fun. And then later on in the week, we review, like, uh, an, an old or a, a new comic book. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, I, I broke up the the episodes. I thought instead of, you know, just having one big one, um, you know, listeners can can choose whether they just want to listen to the review. Or have you just ever had a guy ins- or gal come on and
0: you're like, are you into Moon Knight? And they go, I am Moon Knight. I go, the, the full moon. <laughs> the full moon. I go crazy. I start just bashing criminals' heads in and like, you know. Yeah. What what did he do? Once Rip the face off someone or something, and you know one... he, he cut the he cut the face off. Yeah, one of the villains. And do you remember there was that thing where everyone was talking about it? You're like, that was one issue in the entire exactly. history. <laughs> like...
2: Exactly, that's one. Of, yeah, I mean, of course, I love it how that's actually put him on the map in that sense. But yeah, yeah, he's a lot more to it than just cutting a face off.
0: I saw a really good cover with uh, Tigra. Um, yeah,
2: that that's the latest issue, issue four.
0: That looks really good, actually. That was a beautiful cover, I've got to say. Oh
2: yeah. yes, Steve McNiven. Um, he's killing it on the covers, and oh, and yes. variant covers are very well done as well. Uh, but it's really fun to have Tigra back. So Jed McKay has reintroduced her. Um, yeah. they have a um a history together back in the West Coast Avengers. So those sure. that know the '80s run, yeah. will know that they kind of uh, had a thing. And so it was really it's a really good callback. I, I love it when writers yeah. uh, reference basically source material Well, you
0: can dig. like the cool thing about that is
2: you know those characters whatever changes they've gone through they're still about
0: Mm -hmm. the same tier characters they were then they're still minor players and they're still around and so you can kind of dig that relationship up and give it a bit more air all these years later
2: you know oh yeah absolutely And, and and give it a fresh spin as well so um they're the sorts of well they're the sorts of stories i admire most from writers who who generally um you know, respect the source material, the history, yeah. uh, and incorporate it, um, but somehow make it
0: you know new I've and fresh. I've got a question. Where's Marlene? Has she turned up yet in this new run?
2: She was she was mentioned in issue four, so she apparently fled the country with their daughter. Uh, right. As for why, I mean, she obviously because of Mark uh, Moon Knight's um, craziness adventures. Yeah. So <laughs> ins- uh, is get, he still crazy? Is he
0: still insane? Like completely off the map or
2: is he uh, he, he is, but Jed McKay is um, doing a really smart thing. He's not focusing on the DID, which has always been a focus in some previous runs. Oh, the multiple personality uh, stuff, yeah? Yeah, yeah. He's not focusing too much on that, but he's focusing on how Khonshu, the yeah. Egyptian god, has basically damaged his brain. Right. So it's on top of his mental illness. He's That's got cool. this, this thing that this deity has kind of affected him. So he's actually using that as a, as a basis, and it's really interesting.
0: Yeah, it's cool. Does he take? I mean, you know, and forgive me if if like this is too detailed, but like in the comics, does he take like medication to control his sort of whatever it is he's got, schizophrenia or whatever? Know. Like, have oh, has there yeah, been much? Has know. there been much about that? Kind of, like, do they get into that much? Like him just trying to deal with a mental illness at times or not?
2: Oh, they did the Jeff Lemire run, definitely did, and so did right. um the Max Bemis run, which was yeah. the the most recent run before this current one. Um, but they do, yeah, they do, um, and even in this latest run, yeah. uh he's going to uh, therapy sessions um see I think that's a, a
0: de- I, th- I don't think that I think that's actually a good idea, like like not for every episode but but i I think sometimes to do that, it would kind of make sense because he is a very mentally kind of damaged and with yeah. men- mental issues kind of character, however that whatever that is, you know, whether that's yeah. because of the god or whatever but Yes. It, it's something that splits him apart a bit from, from other, yeah. you know, heroes.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And as you say, it's not in every issue. But um, So the first four issues that have come out, uh, there are snippets here and there of his sessions, which is good. And it's a different way of storytelling as well, um, which Jed uses because of his relationship.
0: That's what I would do too, to be honest. Um, I've thought, yeah. I've thought yeah. that before, that I, I've always felt that that's something they should just insert slightly. Um, what about the show? Before we let you go, Ray, is any news on The Midnight Show?
2: Um, there are a couple of, there are rumours that have just surfaced recently and they are only rumours. So I just want to stipulate that. Sure. Um, but there seems to be some, um, groundswell on the fact that Blade might be turning oh, up. Hello. Is yeah. this on
0: Disney Plus? Is this going to yes, be a Disney Plus Disney Plus, plus show? yeah. I'm really looking so- forward to this show
2: be honest. Yeah, yeah. So th- there's talks that there might be a, a backdoor introduction to, to oh, yes. Mahershala uh, Ali's Blade, um, okay. which will introduce him into the universe and, and, you know, he's got his movie coming out afterwards. All right. Uh, so yeah,
0: exciting stuff. The only person they need to p- fill that picture is Punisher as well. Yes. Yeah. But get Punisher in there. Remember, remember yes. and The Rider. What about if we had Punisher, The, the Rider, ride.
2: <laughs> Blade, <laughs>
0: and Moon Knight?
2: What a team. Yeah. And that premise still, like your, your yeah. premise of what, they arrive at the airport or They something. arrive at the airport, Frank
0: Frank gets picked up at LAX, um, <laughs> the rider turns around and the, the skull goes ablaze. And he goes, let's that's drive.
2: Yeah. Well, there's a big celebrations for Ghost Rider um, next year, yeah. right? It's 50, 50, 50 years. All right, so, um, bring it on. So there's a, lot, there's a new series coming out. Yep. Um, there's a lot of artwork, artwork that's come out as well. There's a lot of stuff for Brian Biggie. Friend of the show. Yeah, Brian to, um,
0: Biggie. Yeah. Big friend of the show and big fan of the rider. Yes. As and I always say, mean, feels really like good. freedom. Feels like freedom to me, yeah. riding the roads. <laughs> you know, the flaming skull. No attachments.
2: You know what I'm saying, Nothing. Ray? Just just, riding from one adventure to another.
0: Just vengeance. Well, Ray, it has been an absolute pleasure to get you doing a jump shot on the State of the Market
2: Thank you, Dave. It's been been awesome. It's been a lot of fun.
0: Always, man. Okay, thanks so much, Ray. See you, buddy. Bye-bye. If I- Dissipated, in quotes. Human Target by Tom King. Um, Didn't hate it. Uh, Certainly don't think it's anything like as good as... uh, Put it away. It's not as interesting as Peter Milligan's. Um, Oh, that's that's a fucking shoot. Yeah, uh, a series that I really liked, Peter Milligan's, and I've been rereading recently, so it's it's fresh in my mind. Uh, Against... This isn't terrible. Uh, I will say this. It's not terrible. It's got good artwork. I was reasonably interested um but i don't know like (laughs) i just i just thought to myself i bet this will open with narration and like if it hadn't opened with narration i would have been so surprised but of course it was all narration um and i don't know
1: it's not it's not just narration it always starts at the middle or the end Mm. do you know what i mean tom king has this habit of um Always starting his stories, you know, like with Mister Miracle. They start with Mister Miracle, like um, off in himself. Right. Uh, I think with the uh, Heroes in Crisis, it pretty much like already started with something happened, and then it almost like goes back to tell the story. Yeah. He's a he's he's a fan of doing the flashback.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Storytelling. Do you know what I mean? And, and this was no no different. This is what I want to say about the book, right? Mm. Because I think you'll appreciate this, right? Mm-hmm. The art was. Fantastic! I actually thought the art was it was good, really, really nice. The writing, I thought it was mundane, mediocre, whatever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it, look, the writing's it, it's great, it's brilliant, whatever. And you're like, it's uh, mundane, mediocre, whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's passe. It's it's mediocre. It's whatever.
0: <laughs> it's never been done before. It's never been done before. Yeah um this
1: review's never been done before let me tell you that
0: i don't know i just like i was kind of interested in in the human target and kind of interested i didn't hate it put it that way i i I just i i just didn't care very much like i sort of it's an interesting
1: idea with poor writing yeah well the poor but i mean typical just tom king fucking shitty writing
0: yeah yeah like he the weird thing is he seems to have a sense of character and he seems to get get it, but it's just not very told in a very interesting manner. Like you're sort of like, okay, so he was pretending to be Lex Luthor, then someone shot him, and that that bullet or whatever, whatever shot him had a um some kryptonite or not kryptonite, but some radiation in it. So he's dying of like a radiation sickness as well. That's basically the story. Incorrect. No. No. What is it?
1: Someone po- he drank poison coffee.
0: Oh, right. And
1: the and the, re- the reason he's not dead already is because when the bullet hit him when he was pretending to be Lex Luthor, it made him vomit.
0: Ah, I see. Right. Okay. So he
1: up he upchuck some of the poison. So ah, uh, right. It kind of pro like not saved his life. Well, technically, I guess he he's not dead straight away. But uh. um, but you know what? Uh, at the end of the the thing, where it reveals that. They, they've tr- they've traced it to one of the um, Justice League International characters. I was like, yes. oh great! So he's gonna go back and ruin one of these characters too, is he? He's gonna turn one of them into a fucking murderer, <laughs> uh,
0: trying right. to kill
1: Lex Luthor. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past him.
0: No, I wouldn't either. Actually, that's a good point. And he, look, he's already done. Don't, let's not forget his appalling treatment of Booster Gold in one particular Batman issue. You know,
1: hey, not just he, not just Booster Gold. Wally West. Um, uh, uh, Adam Strange, like, this man just has a knack for ruining characters, man.
0: Yeah, I, I know, I'm not really a fan, like, yeah, I, I did read an interview where he mentioned that, and it's not that, they're. The, it, it's from a period before, so whatever happened, whenever they got this virus, it was when they were the Justice League International, they're no longer the Justice League International, they're like the former members, but...
1: Yeah, he I get there, but I, I wouldn't surprise if he turns them into one. One of them into a, a villain who's trying to kill Lex Luthor or something.
0: Oh, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Like, in fact, I'd be surprised if he doesn't do that. And it, you know, who, you know, I'm gonna spinball someone who it might be the little guy who is Mister Miracle's agent, or was he Mister Miracle's agent? You know, you know, the sort of uh,
1: not his, not his, not his agent. His um,
0: I don't know, whatever he was.
1: Trainer, his yeah. assistant, whatever. But yeah, uh, that's Oberon.
0: Oberon, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if someone like Oberon uh, gets shafted there at all. Um,
1: oh, or even even Fire, even fucking, eye. like I wouldn't put it past him to take any one of them and fuck it. Like the only one he probably is not allowed to is probably Guy Gardner.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: you know. But yeah, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past. Look, interesting idea. I just wish it wasn't written by Tom King.
0: Me too. <laughs> I, I'm giving it six out of ten. What are you giving it, Rich?
1: Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna give it a five out of ten just because. I, oh, fuck, I can't stand this man's dialogue, man. No, I
0: know it is. This is a guy.
1: This is what I feel like. I feel like this is. Look, I, I don't. I understand you. You maybe want to improve your weaknesses, but if you don't know what cool is or cool sounds like, don't try and write cool, please. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you, it it comes across as not. And and he has Doctor Midnight talking like a. Uh, 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 a befuddled teenager he
0: does i was gonna ask who was you know what i mean like
1: yeah yeah like he's almost stammering and saying things like um like like um um and i'm like dude he's a fucking doctor yeah yeah he's blind i think he can handle pressure
0: yeah
1: <laughs> i don't think he'll be stamming around talking like 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 he doesn't know what he's doing you know like a, like a lost child i was not sure who that character tom, was tom King's, What's out you forgot the character. I
0: wasn't just I wasn't even sure who it was. I, I sort of knew the costume, but it's Dr. Midnight, right? And he's blind, is that correct?
1: Yeah. Yeah. From the from the JSA. So.
0: Okay, cool. All right. So you're giving it five, I'm giving it six. Uh, not uh, not not fantastic. I mean some people all right,
1: never it. been done before. Never I've never given before. a five out of ten. Never been done never before. Never
0: been done before. Yeah. It's it's great, it's brilliant. <laughs> whatever. Your review was it's great. great. It proves it's whatever. whatever, yeah. Um Batman,
1: Dave, Dave, Dave. Yeah. Your your review is, you know, let let, let you know. My review, it, it it was great, it was brilliant, it was whatever. But Dave's review, you know, I think he's knocking it out in the park.
0: Yeah, thank you. uh now Batman, <laughs> Superman, and the Authority Special One, a uh one shot. I found this was interesting. I gave it six and a half out of ten. Um, I just was a bit confused when they went to the other dimension, but overall, I enjoyed this, and it's tying into to Superman and the Authority. Um, I was more interested in hearing what you thought about it, Rich. What did you think about this one?
1: What a waste of money.
0: Really? Not a fan?
1: What well, one, mm. uh, I mean, maybe the story setting up something down the line. Otherwise, it's it doesn't matter war, at the end of the day.
0: Well, they're going to War World. Um, they're going to War World.
1: I feel, I, I feel like they – no, 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 no. But I don't – like, I feel this is setting up another Batman story. I don't think it's got anything to do with Superman and Authority. Right. Like I honestly don't know why this was in there because this feels like it's a Batman thing. Because again, once again, mm. it's the Dark Multiverse where Batman is the villain and Batman is the best at everything. I'm really getting <laughs> sick and tired of this fucking Snyder <laughs> Dark Multiverse where Batman is king shit of everything.
0: Yeah, sure.
1: I'm really, I'm done with it. I'm over with it, man. I am tired of it.
0: You're, 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 you're like just
1: let this fucking let that idea just go, please. I'm done with the Batman is 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 everything like. Uh, world like i'm just done with it like now now he's Raisha ghul and he's conquered the whole fucking world in this other realm and he's killed all the heroes great batman does that he can do everything he
0: can do everything i get
1: it though, you know i get it he's the fucking best but yep. this is supposed to be Shipman and best. the authority and they barely fucking feature in the book <laughs> oh and by the way i'm sorry i really hated the uh the depiction of uh, midnight in this oh gonna, my god
0: yeah, i was going to say what did you think of that you know
1: no God this this I feel like Midnight and Apollo were written by um uh, who was it written by again it was um
0: it's written by the guy who's doing Philip Philip I think Kenny Johnson's his name the guy who's writing Super yeah, now. yeah I
1: I feel like he's never actually writ uh, read the authority
0: no I, I do get that feeling too like
1: because then he would he would not be writing yeah. uh midnighter comes across like a, um, a juvenile
0: he sort of sucked, you know?
1: You know what I mean? Whereas he's supposed to be the strong, silent, stoic,
0: well, or grumpy the, character. Or the violent or character. The violent sort of like kind of edgy character, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like this felt like, this felt like a very super, super PG, yeah. um, let, let's turn uh, Midnight into a young uh, quip uh, machine.
0: Yeah. What about Manchester like Black? It? I really don't like it. Manchester Black was barely fucking in this. Like he had a few lines yeah, no, at the yeah. start, but then it was like, "Where is he?" I wasn't even sure where he was.
1: That's why I said this is a Batman story wrapped in a Superman in the Authority book for some reason.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Waste the money. Well, I, I look. I didn't mind it. I gave it six and a half. I didn't love it, and I particularly didn't really like the artwork when they went to the Dark Multiverse. Because fuck me, how many times we're going go to go the Dark Multiverse? Like, are we ever out of the Dark Multiverse? Is sometimes how I feel with DC. I
1: I appreciate that they changed the art. Yeah. Like, I like the idea of... And then even one of the characters says, why the fuck did we look like this? Yeah,
0: that was interesting. Yeah.
1: You know, which I thought that was a clever way of, like, uh, you know, using the art to also help tell the story, like, set like it's two different worlds, and even the characters can see that they look different. Mm. Um, I thought that was cool. But that's the only cool thing I've, I've thought in this. As I said, if you want... If you are expecting... Something to to be about Superman, the authority. Like you wanted to get to know the characters a bit more. It's a waste of money. This book. It's a Batman. It's it's a Batman book. It's a Batman-centric focus book.
0: At the end, was that Ra's Ghul who was saying, you know, we will meet again, kind of thing, to the, his underlings?
1: No, that was that was Bruce Wayne. That was Batman.
0: Oh, okay, all right, okay, cool. I I, I thought it was probably Batman, but I wasn't sure. But um, because he was saying your grandfather, so I was like, well, it probably isn't Ras. You know, it's it's um. It's it's Batman. Himself. Yeah,
1: it is Ra's al Ghul. No, it's it's Ra's al Ghul was the grandfather.
0: No, I know, but the guy who was talking was Batman, the evil Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: but what I'm saying is yes, but don't forget he's now had like three kids or whatever with uh, Talia. Yes, yeah,
0: yeah. So yeah. those
1: kids are the grandkids of Ra's al Ghul.
0: Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I understand. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he was referring to Ra's al Ghul, but it wasn't Ra's al Ghul, it was Batman. Talking Batman of the Dark Multiverse of that dimension, right.
1: Because Batman wins and conquers all in the Dark Multiverse somehow.
0: But how is that bad? Like that's he's Bat God, you know, kind of thing. In 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 decent. Well, I don't know. I
1: <coughs> I just feel like you could use the Dark Multiverse to tell stories that don't have to center out Batman being the fucking antagonist of everything. Well, at and, least and the guy the, that conquers all.
0: At least Batman who laughs didn't turn up. That was something.
1: <laughs> yeah it's true but maybe we're now going to get the the get the batman who assassinates
0: <laughs> well i just, when i saw dark multiverse i actually thought it was how long before batman who laughs makes his inevitable appearance and i was kind of
1: ha- ha- as I said, i'm just i'm so over this dark multiverse crap seriously
0: it, it does suck man I, I don't i don't blame you it does suck mm. um so what did you give it out of 10 rich
1: Another five. Roll the die, another five.
0: I gave, it, I gave it 6.5. Then we had Dark Knights of Steel, one. I actually really liked this. I gave it 7.5 out of 10. I thought it was a really fun, kind of like that Marvel series 1602, but done in the medieval times in DC. I, I actually really genuinely enjoyed this issue, probably more than most weekly comics I, I read for the show. I, I, I actually thought this was pretty good. Um, what did you think of this one, Rich? Another dot,
1: score another five.
0: Oh come on, <laughs> only a five?
1: Yeah, this this was this was um, really terrible. Actually, I thought it was wow. really poorly written.
0: Really, I thought it was fun. Like, the parents show up originally, and then they blast away the people who are coming to get them.
1: The, the, no, this 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 book is just crams far too much. Um, uh, in the issue like i was i was i was looking forward to reading it when i thought mm. so what yeah. happens is obviously you've got krypton exploding at the start yeah and yeah. the rocket fires off and you think okay it's baby karlal but then when it lands it's actually Jorel and um the one, uh, what's her name lara lara yeah and,
0: and she's pregnant uh, with, with
1: clark yeah yeah and so i was like oh cool is this gonna be like it? It's really more of a you know a Jarell and and Lara story, like in medieval time, and which you it know, kinda was, and kind of was. Not really. It was that was over in three pages, and then before you know it, they have their own kingdom, and I, I was just like, oh, I don't know. I just, and Jefferson Pierce is a king in and another, and, the, and there's still a Green Lantern, and Green Arrow looks exactly the same.
0: Well, he's Robin Hood.
1: No, no, in, in I didn't Hobbs like Forest. it at all. I thought it, was, I thought it was really dumb and cheesy. I'm sorry.
0: Wow. Well, I enjoyed it, Richard. Maybe because I've got some soul left, you know, some some happiness. Maybe, maybe, me, maybe,
1: you know? maybe. Or maybe my standards are just too high. <laughs> oh,
0: that's funny. Um, so when oh, and in, thought- and in this book, hang on, hang on. And in this book, mm. Superman and Batman are related. What a twist. Well they're not related really. They're just step brothers, aren't they? No.
1: No, 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 no. Jorel banged Martha Wayne and got <laughs> Bruce. Really? They had an affair, baby. Yeah. Bastard son.
0: Ah, oh, right. I-, I kept thinking it was from another family. Right. Okay.
1: No, no. Jarrell who loves Laura so much.
0: Yeah, but he just couldn't help Banged
1: himself. another woman to, to produce Bruce.
0: Well, he just couldn't help himself, man. You know, like, had to help himself to a slice of something going by. Um, It happens, you know? She was drawn to the power. He was drawn to something else, and then they got out of it a sudden. I'm so... surprised
1: that, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I'm surprised <laughs> that when he banged her, he didn't, like, uh, <laughs> splatter against the wall.
0: Well... <laughs> that is the old that's the old like dc don't mention kind of thing about like oh boys. and by the way
1: it's something that something that i did have to shake my head at because again I, I just i don't know maybe it's me being pedantic but like they literally just land on the planet right sure and these horsemen are like see them and they they come in whatever and he literally does a massive blast of like i-beams just fucking demolishing them and i'm like how how he just landed?
0: Well, he 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 did. How how did how do you
1: absorb so much sunlight in like three seconds to 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 expend that much? Yeah,
0: good question. I guess, Rich. Good question.
1: Um, you know, it took Superman years to build up that. And if Superman exerts himself too much, he actually can lose his powers. Right.
3: Yeah. If he
1: uses up all of his like stored stuff, there's no ways as an alien who is powered by the sun that you can literally land because you're in a ship, right? Yeah. So you're not getting any sun from the ship. Yeah. And as soon as it pops open within three seconds, you are super-powered already. I, that just doesn't make any sense maybe, to
0: me. Maybe, I'm just going to put this out there as a maybe, maybe because he's an adult, you know? So he's absorbing it faster or something, you know?
1: In three seconds? Okay, fair enough.
0: Well, it's just, just a theory. Like
1: <laughs> I know. Oh, you're trying. You're trying. I appreciate the hurdles that you jump but, in. But it was also,
0: uh, you know, undirected. He was just like... He, he was under Yeah, it was, then, dude, it
1: was super powerful. Yeah, it was but like, massively it was powered, an, like he'd was, been storing it for
0: ages. Yeah, but it was uncontrolled. But he would have been getting it in the ship as it flew in, man, you know? No, he
1: wouldn't. that sh- No, 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 no. That ship keeps out radiation, my friend. That ship has to go through space, through radiation. That ain't fucking bringing in sunlight.
0: Okay, all right. Well, then I don't
1: know. It ain't letting in UV rays.
0: <laughs> all right, okay. Um... Yeah. really? What, he can't get anything through it? I did like um, Actually,
1: I'll be honest with you, there was a part of me that thought, Oh, they're gonna be killed mm. and then the knights will take super like the baby. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I uh, that yeah, you know, but obviously that's on in a different story. I don't know. As I said, maybe they were like that could have been a cool psycho, but you're like, oh Jura and then oh no, they did as well. Okay, never mind.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know, man. Look, I personally enjoyed it. Like, I-, I gave it 7.5 out of 10. I mean, one thing I will say is in these kind of, like, wacky medieval adventures, it's kind of funny when they barely change some characters. Like, I get Green Arrow is basically just Robin Hood anyway. So you can just – so he was firing a kryptonite arrow, was he? No. Nope. Was he was just... just
1: firing a Green Lantern arrow.
0: And that can kill jor can it?
1: Well, I suppose if the Green Lantern, which, by the way, they don't show the um, they don't show the the Green Lantern, you just see his hand. Right. I bet you it won't be Hal Jordan,
0: really, because of the no Hal Jordan policy they say now.
1: Well, unless it's to kill him or make him evil
0: <laughs> in
1: a in a, in a Elseworlds story.
0: <laughs> you are you do have an axe to grind on that topic, don't you, Rich? I must say.
1: Like, well, I guarantee they'll probably make, I bet you, I bet you they'll make it up and sure. And they'll be like, yeah, but it's a different, you know, to, to before. And it's like, oh, right. So Batman exists. Superman exists. Green Arrow exists. <laughs> but not Hal Jordan. Got
3: you. <laughs> uh,
0: that's funny. <laughs> it sounds like it was lucky to get a fire from you, Rich. Frankly, from hearing you talk about it, you hate it that much. like.
1: Well, the, the art was well, the art was pretty decent. I'll, yeah. the, I'm, I'm giving the 5 out of 10 for the art.
0: Well, I enjoyed it. So we're going to keep doing it. So just get used to it. Like, So we're doing at least issue two. So I, I personally enjoyed it. I thought it was a bit of fun. Um, something, though, at the start of it, when they're doing the monologue, it's like you, you will look like one of them, but you are not one of them. That was kind of riffing off Marlon Brando's speech in Superman, yeah. the movie.
1: There was an annoying thing that they did in the book, which really fucking pissed me off because, you know. Um, I, I bet I know what you're going to say.
0: I bet I, Is it the copying? What? Go for it. So it's like he's doing the narration, but the guy's writing it at the same time?
1: And then you've got to read it a second time, Yeah, yes.
0: that was very annoying. I agree. Like, Yeah, I'm like, annoying.
1: I'm looking at this again. Listen. I don't have time for this shit. I've got, (laughs) you know, I've got work. I've got other stuff to read. I'm not reading the same fucking bubble twice.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you there, Rich, actually. You know, actually, I'm going to give minus off 0.5. So I'm giving it 7 out of 10 because that annoyed me too. And I actually thought, I bet Rich will absolutely hate that, you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, it's stupid. It's pointless.
0: It was pointless. I agree. Anyway, so... There's that one. Now, um, we finally come to our trade of the week, which was Doctor Who. Um, wh- whose choice was it, Rich? Was it mine?
1: Come on, Doctor Who. Whose choice yeah, do you think it was?
0: Me. I would guess me. <laughs> <laughs> In fact,
1: yes, I believe this was a, a kind of a, a last-minute uh, um, switcheroo by you.
0: Yeah, it was. I know. And so basically, it's Doctor Who, Prisoner of Time. And in essence, it takes the concept is that it takes one issue for each doctor, uh, and at this point, when they did them, there was two doc, twelve doctors. Sorry, so it was twelve issue series with twelve doctors, um, and essentially the same thing happens at the end of all of them. The uh, companions get taken uh, by. This mysterious person, who we're, we we're not quite sure who he is, um, yeah, and yeah. The, essentially that's what happens in each of these six issues. What did you think of it, Rich? Give give me your give me your opinion on this. Get ready
1: for another fun. No, I'm only joking. I really enjoyed this actually. Yeah. Um, uh, it felt like classic Who. Yes. Um, it, it really did feel like it. Now, and, and I tip my hat to the artist who really tried to capture um because we read the first six issues so that's the um the first six yes uh doctors and they did a uh, and there's uh, there's different artists on the on in each issue i think as well yes or at least a couple but the artists i thought did a fantastic job in really trying to capture uh the look of the doctor to make mm. them look like uh the actors and stuff which i really appreciated
0: i agree um, like the master in in the six issue he looks exactly like the master like you know Anthony Anley's character. I actually think that they did a really good job on the companions as well.
1: Well, even um, what's the other one? Um, not um, there's two bakers.
0: Colin Baker, the second Tom
1: baker. baker. T- Colin Baker, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, the, the artist who did him, yeah, it looked exactly like him. Mm. Um, probably the weakest one, unfortunately, was the uh, the other baker one. Tom, Tom was baker. Tom Baker, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. That artist did his best but I don't think he was quite up to the task but you know he did and Pertwee looked good um and again I like how all the doctors feel different um you know the the first doctor is more cerebral it's mm. the the companions that do a lot of the like uh, fighting and and sort of dangerous stuff um you know second doctor is a little bit more mischievous yes um uh, and then, obviously, you've got Pertwee, who's a bit more James Bondy, pow pow, judo chop, yep, sort of shit and all that. But yeah, I, I just re- it felt like, yes, it this the, this would have been oh man, if you could have told this story like with all twelve Doctors, like well you can't because oh, you know they yeah yeah you know, dead and 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 too old and stuff and all that. But mm. Jesus would have made a really good. So far, the first six years were a really good story. The only thing I didn't like so much
3: mm.
1: was the that the the villain started showing himself
0: yes yeah
1: because it starts off where the doctor's talking and then he turns around and the companions are just gone yeah
3: yeah
1: but then i think by like issue three now he's going ha ha i've got another one he, doctor he says, but yeah. you won't remember and it's like well one is the doctor so you probably shouldn't be taunting him you were doing it in secret
0: yeah i know suddenly Did you he's, want him to he's, be alone them why would you now him?
1: reveal yourself
0: in some of them, you only see, like, an image, but, it, you know, a brief image. But in other ones, you actually see him going, ha-ha, yeah, you know, you stupid doctor, <laughs> all this kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah,
1: which I didn't I understand. I didn't get that. But, again, I suppose you've got to have the doctor. Well, no, I don't think the doctor needed to see him to figure it out. The doctor's a pretty smart guy.
0: And uh, Colin Baker's um, one remembers, which is where we're up to.
1: Well, that's what I love it when he says at the end there, aren't I the clever one, you yes. know, like it, implying that he's the cleverest of the doctors. Yes. But then it shows – um it ends with that weird penguin yeah. morphing creature, but then he's talking to um uh the oh fuck. Too many names for him. He's talking man. to David Tennant. No, story. the David the David Tennant doctor, yeah. 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 Who's... No, I really enjoyed it, man. Uh, the artist did a fantastic job. I'm really enjoying the story. It feels like a really good Doctor Who story involving all the doctors. It feels like it's written by someone who gets doctor who
0: yeah the same people who did this also did the planet of the Apes star trek uh crossover which was really good actually i did that with i'm not sure if it was with you or with connor but um yeah we they've done some really good stuff and honestly i i agree with you i think that this we watched this week man after we watched the you know the new doctor who um the show was doing time sheets and i got to watch two tom baker episodes like full episodes um uh, she was there underworld and horns of Niemann. Um and that was a pleasure to be honest to go back to watch the old Tom Baker stuff and um, yeah and reading this it felt like episodes of the actual show do you know what I mean like in the best possible way it, it felt like it was written by people who loved the show kind of thing mm. which
1: no and, and it's written by people who understand the characters
0: yes each yes.
1: doctor is written correctly. Yeah. Each doctor talks like the way that the actor would have delivered the lines.
0: Exactly, and they're going for the Boris you know mean? Strokes. Yeah, and I agree with you. And when I was when I was reading them, um, and I've got to say, the artwork in the Fifth Doctor one wasn't my favourite cup of tea. But at the same time, they still got the Doctor. And if you can get the Doctor, then I I feel like you're halfway there. Because many a Doctor Who story from back in the day may not have been the strongest in special effects. But if you got the Doctor and Tom Baker was dominating, you loved it enjoyed it anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like they carried the performance. Oh. Um, well,
1: yeah. look how good the poetry one is, and that one had no budget.
0: Exactly, but it was great stuff. You
1: know, the poetry one takes place all on Earth yeah. and doesn't even really use the TARDIS because they didn't have the budget yeah, that's right. to have him go into all the different – and yet it's fantastic.
3: It's
0: awesome.
1: Because the stories are compelling. Yeah. The, the 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 dangers compelling. The characters are compelling, and all that sort of stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, it was good. It was great seeing the um, uh, what's it, the Brigadier?
0: Oh, I love the Brigadier. Brigadier's fantastic.
1: Um, yeah, look, I'm 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 uh, looking forward to. In fact, I might actually skip my week, really, and actually finish this off because wow. I really want to. Okay, I, I really want to finish it.
0: Big call, and. Okay, well, that will be appreciated, Rich, because after so next week we're going to do issues seven to twelve of Prisoner of Time, then, and then the week after that we are then going to do the uh, first volume of Chuck Dixon's Wheel of Time adaptation, um, and then after that, Rich, you can have a couple of weeks if you want, man. It doesn't worry me. But um, no, yeah. no, man,
1: I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying this, man. I'm happily taking this right. as as my pick, man. Well, that's I'm a winner. That's a big winner. This this has made me dislike the current Doctor even more.
0: Well, luckily for you, I don't think she'll even be in it because I think when they did this, it was up to Capaldi, I think. You know?
1: Well, I don't know. Capaldi's not even in this, is he? Because he's the 13th Doctor, is he? Oh,
0: okay. He? Well, then Matt Smith will be the Doctor. Yeah,
1: yeah. Matt Smith will be in this, yeah.
0: Okay, cool. All right. Well, yeah. Anyway, look, we'll keep going. Um, it's a lot of fun. Of what we've read so far, I'm giving 8.5 out of 10 to overall for the first six.
1: 8 out of 10 from me.
0: Yep. Um... Next week we will polish up the Prisoner of Time, and the week after that is the first volume of The Wheel of Time by Chuck Dixon, um, at adapting, I of the World, uh, the first volume in the Wheel of Time series. Obviously, Spin the Black Circle, uh, we'll be doing Spinning the Wheel as we get closer and closer to release date. Um, I'm just so excited, Rich. You know, like I, I'm I'm just like sometimes I'm glad to be alive. You know, I, I started this show 17 hours ago when we started. Um, I was so tired, but now I'm so energized. And it's, a lot of it's to do with our our banter, our interaction. But it's also wheel of time, you know.
1: Dave, Dave, Dave. Yeah. Even even if ta- even if the wheel of time isn't for me, turns out to be not for me, right? <laughs> yeah. I I hope and I pray that it is something that is wonderful for you, <laughs> and is great and makes you happy. I just wish you would just temper your expectations before <laughs> it comes out. I just wish you would just. Just, just lower it a little bit because I just don't want to see you, like, devastated.
0: Crushed. I'll be fine, In Rich.
1: case it's not.
0: Rich, I'll be fine. Don't worry. I'll, I've <laughs> always got the fugitive box set to go back to if if, if I get too, too dissolutions. I'll be absolutely fine, Rich. Don't worry too much about me. Um, now, uh, I do want to say thank you to all the listeners. We've had a lot of feedback about the Mike Barron uh, interview, and I want to say thank you to all the people who've been reaching out on Facebook Saying how much they enjoyed the Mike Barron interview, it's it's really been lovely to hear. Um, even while we're doing this show, Rich, uh, like this episode, I've had people reaching out. A lot of people have listened to it and have really enjoyed it, and I'm so pleased because I love Mike and love having him on the signal. And I never want to impose on his time, but you know he's he's such a he's such a nice guy and. Um I'm just really glad like Jeff Napoli uh, I want to say um a, a big hello to uh Jeff Napoli. He um was one of the people who reached out but but various people have reached out about about Mike Barron's um uh you know uh episode and I just want to say to all those people who have reached out thank you very much it's much appreciated. Um we come out weekly. Um we're always you know we're always I'm always willing to take questions and, and whatever else. But yeah, please um, you know enjoy the show um. For new listeners, uh, we do have two spin spin-off podcasts. I do Legion Outpost covering Legion of Superheroes with Adam the Computer, um, and uh, Richard's going to come up soon on the, on an episode, and uh, I also do Dread or Dead with Adam and Rich. Have we had you on, Rich, Dread or Dead? I, I forget. Um, no, garlic, I've, we've only done it.
1: I I have been on uh,
0: Legion yes
1: once, but not haven't been on. Okay. Uh, uh, Dread or Dead.
0: Well, we did. Um, we've just done a Judge Death episode of Dread or Dead, which is which is mm. go, which is going to be released this weekend. And Rich will certainly have you on again. Um, you know, on Dread or Dead, because you know me with Judge Red, I can just spin my wheels forever. I, you know, sometimes Adam has to get the, get it moving along because Dave's on a big rant about the judges and the judicial <laughs> system, and, and, and always taking the side of Judge Red. You know, like consistently. Of course, of course. Um, He can do no wrong. He can do no wrong in my eyes. Um, But, yeah, and look... Oh,
1: except for when he questions the law.
0: Exactly, which isn't very often. Um, And, obviously, look, if you can support the show, it's much appreciated. Patreon.com. Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Signal of Doom. For as little as $1 per month, for as little as a cup of coffee per month, you can support the show. It all goes towards the show hosting costs, which is, you know, the primary expense, and it's much appreciated. It means we can do more episodes. Um, There's exclusive content on there. Dion and I do a cinema of doom and various other things. There's all sorts of perks you can get on there if you go and contribute. I really would very much appreciate anyone who can contribute there. But on that note, Rich, um, I'm pretty happy to almost wind up and just reminder that we'll finish off Prisoner of Time next week, 7 to 12, and we'll do Wheel of Time the week after. Anything you'd like to mention, Rich, before we go? I am good to go. You're good to go on that note. Good night, folks. Good night. (laughs)